All right, clapping us in in three, two, one. All right, let's get this shit over with so I can go back to playing Elden Ring. Is BB submissive and breathable? No, no, she's not. Never mind. What? Right out the gate? People didn't hear the preamble, the pre-show. <laughs> Whew, well, what a what a foot to start on. <laughs> Hello, All everyone, right. and welcome yeah. to the final <laughs> gathering of the Eidolon podcast and crew as we sit down. I'm to here discuss... to burn all the bridges. Clearly. Okay. Yeah. How do I say goodbye? <laughs> uh, sorry, I forgot the words of that one, too. But... <laughs> the, the, the problem the, is the that last we ever... haven't recorded all, like, count yourself five, six of us? I don't know how to count. Um, six. Six of us in like three months, so like it's been like a month. It's been yeah, it's been a month. We don't so we like recorded we together. All of us yeah. together, along with the rock folks. No, recorded. no, without the rock crew, fuck them guys. Oh yeah, oh, without okay. the rock group, then yeah, it goes back to December sometime. Yeah, this is this is this is gonna be the the last time that this exact group of people gets together to record no. before uh before we get to season three and all the all the lineups completely shuffle around and by uh-huh. completely shuffle around I think Zoe and Iris are switching places and that's it. No, yeah, I, think, I know. No, cause I think Crystal's moving over to the. Oh, the okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's me okay. and Crystal We're jumping be over. The four group. Yeah. We're already. But hey, don't know anything about season three? And you're talking about this. Yeah, we're not <laughs> announcing details about season three until next week. So okay. you know. But I guess now you know that now that's a little the group, that's a little taste for you. That's your good little tease. I felt bad that we weren't announcing like the the names of season three here. So yeah, that, that's what y'all get said. Yeah. You get the lineups. Yeah, yeah. It's gonna be yeah. What Mike, Ty, Fabby, and Iris, Iris on one, and everyone else on the other one. We're gonna be the small close knit family, mm-hmm. the found family. Oh wait, Definitely I don't know no what side he's on actually. You don't know what about? I, I'm not sure which which team Lexi's with. Lexi's on Lexi's on this our show. Yeah, okay, Lexi's okay. on beep. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Anyway, now that we've tantalized them, I don't beep and I don't I don't beep and I don't fuck. <laughs> One's gonna be completely censored. One is just me. It's I'm the only person on that show. <laughs> we already did that. Everyone knows that was episode 12 of Eidolon Pop, where Sloan was trapped. No, sorry. <laughs> anyway, how how y'all doing? How y'all feeling? I got a big mailbag here to get through. Yeah, I mean, do you have any, any thoughts you want to get out of the way beforehand? Fuck. Oh, there it is. Thank you. <laughs> I, I legit think I'm anxious. I think that's why I'm all, like, punchy and oh. trying to be over the top, because this is going to be the last Eidolon Pop we do, and I'm very... Anxious and scared because this was two years of our lives. Yeah. Like, it's the yeah. most popular thing I've ever worked on. Mm. Uh, not counting certain video games that suck. Uh, and like, it means so much to me and I'm crying right now. So yeah. I don't know. I, I mean, I'm not Jesus more Christ, water. We, we made money doing this and like, I think that is always the existential, there's always the, you know, existential horror of undercapitalism monetizing your hobby, blah, 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 blah. But like, Holy shit! Like, yeah. we we did a podcast that people liked enough to give us money. Uh-huh. Yeah. So that's wild. Yeah, this yeah. is like I, I was like, telling people about this podcast and like with my uh, like I also host trivia sometimes and the checks I get from the trivia and this job was like that's all just me fucking being good. People like yeah, <laughs> I, I, I would yeah. I would give I would 
I would pay good money to be in a trivia show you hosted. Yeah, honestly, that sounds like oh, a Oh, yeah, blast. no. Can we do... Can that be a grab bag? I want to Yeah, I was trivia. literally about to say, could that yeah. be a grab bag? <laughs> can it be in-character trivia? <laughs> Fuck. Oh, God. That <laughs> sounds difficult. Trivia. <laughs> Uh, no, all of our characters. Yeah, no. is, this, okay, those are my big feelings of like, okay. Do you yeah. want big feelings? Y'all yeah, want big feelings. Yes, give yeah, me hit the big feelings. Yeah, yeah, give yeah. me big feelings out there. Feelings, feelings, uh, feelings. Big feelings. Quentin, and when I started off the character in the show, was like, I had a lot of like responsibilities of like, you know, losing my, you know, I lost my mom a while back and like, mm-hmm. that was really rough. Mm-hmm. So in the family, yeah. it's like, okay, now I have to, you know, step up and do all this kind of family stuff and have everyone's back on that side as well as also kind of pursue the stuff I'm doing, which, you know, has been like political a little bit and like getting involved <laughs> in stuff. But like, just a little bit. Being, like, <sighs> okay, am I going to be like a person that has to be like on the, you know, can't be fun anymore? Like all of the time has to go into like, taking care of other people or like doing this thing or you know nothing creative or fun you know what i mean so this place is yeah, like, yeah, yeah. a chance to breathe and just be a weird little gremlin every week <laughs> kind of like imperfect man version of whatever the fuck i'm i'm feeling just like push that out into the world everyone like what's really yeah. good yeah i think we talked about this last year but when i approached you to be on the show i knew you had like a million fucking responsibilities. Like, ah, Ty is probably not going to be able to make time for this, but yeah. he's a great guy, and I would love to have him on, so I'm going to ask him anyway. And yeah, I'm I'm very glad that you said yes, and I'm very glad that you have you've gotten something valuable out of it. Oh, thank you. Like three, okay, three big moments. Okay, three big moments. So I can go back. I'm going to say. Uh, so, yeah. like, there was a part where we don't talk about like you know uh, we were like what's your triggers or whatnot, and I was like okay, mm-hmm. don't want family stuff. <laughs> Maybe losing a family uh-huh. member or any of that is like, okay, mm-hmm. so like maybe Quentin has a partner, like think about Caroline and then like how that all kind of evolved from that decision and like yeah. that whole arc. Uh, uh, then, yeah, like, I remember that. Yeah, and like also like there was a, you know, Black Lives Matter was a huge thing with like all the kind of gun stuff going on right around yeah. the time that like Rock was hella murdering cops. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I was like, oh, jeez, this is cool. But also, there was a... That's also when, like, fucking Quentin shot that angel for his students. I was like, okay, you know what? I'm cool with there maybe being guns in this show. I'm cool with, like... Uh-huh. You know, I maybe working through some of that. And, like, I don't know. That was a big, like, breather moment. And there was a lot of really big moments like that that are, like, tied to other stuff going on in the background. And, like... When, you know, COVID came and we all had yeah. to, like, lock down and, like... Right. Just kind of being in your own thoughts and, like, you know, disconnected from everyone and, like, seeing the stream of everything bad going on in the world and then, like, having a place where you can, mm-hmm. like, okay, let's all come together and, like, tell stories and make jokes with each other. Yeah. <sighs> it was, I don't know. It was really something, you know? <laughs> yeah, and it's 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 been tricky because I didn't... I definitely wanted there to be... At least a little bit of, like, thematic meat on this bone. But also, like, attacking anything too head-on would feel, A, hokey. B, like, outside right now is a nightmare and people, Mm -hmm. like, don't need, like, a direct reminder of that. So finding, like, a line to walk to, like, address shit that I think is important without, like, just making it all of us turning to the camera and be like, and that's why the police should be abolished, you know? I think it it. it flowed naturally Mm -hmm. from things, like... 
we we I think that we pretty much said okay we're not gonna deal with racism we're not gonna deal with transphobia and then we ended up kind of dealing with it just because that's those are the things that ended up making sense as we told the story yeah what it it it's so weird for me because wait Ty hold on I don't want to cut you off did you have a third one oh. No, I remember every time I say I have a third thing, I never have a third thing. Okay. <laughs> I just did not, you, you were saying a lot of it was, really... It was just in case you thought of a third thing okay. by the time no. you got to the no, end of the second. Valid. That's how Investigate it, works, you get three. It's <laughs> weird, Sloane is the first um, uh, tabletop character I've actually stuck with for more than like a couple of sessions. Mm. Um, ever. And... Um, it's been weird having her journey like... I wasn't expecting to have my relationship fall apart right towards the end when I was yeah. building a story about lesbian romance and love conquering everything. Mm-hmm. Um, but it ended up being very cathartic for me to have that outlet where, like, I didn't feel lonely or sad. And... These characters... Oh, God, I'm already crying. Fuck. Um, these... I beat you to it. These characters and, like, everything we put them through mean more than I ever really expected they would. Like, not just Sloane and Abby, like, Strix and Quentin and Ursula. It... it, it everybody it's uh, and alexis and even the rock crew even though i only listened to like 17 episodes of rock i know <laughs> just yell at me now like that's nah, fine you get the past today it's just i i don't know this, this show is when you asked me i was just like oh okay sure i i haven't really like done like a big thing w- with y'all and like i've guessed it on some shows here and there but um it has been very singularly special to me and mattered more than I ever expected it to. Yeah. Very happy to hear that. <laughs> uh, anyone else got any, any preliminary thoughts or should we start diving into these emails? Uh, the, I don't know if it'll happen, but the one thing that I'm happy and I'm probably going to go back to it, but I don't want to play a character who uses guns and like, Ty reminded me of this. I uh-huh. do not want to shoot a gun in this podcast or any other podcast for at least a year. I want like a yeah. break from guns because after a while, it was like I don't want to say it was fucking my brain up, but it was definitely like making me feel bad. Of like, oh, that's her. That that's her power. So that's her main main answer is just shoot things, just yeah. do violence. Uh, right. Right. And yeah, we'll I have not really, like, given anybody specific direction about this, but I definitely want, you know, and again, we'll get into what season three is about more next week, but I want it to feel more, um, as much of a swerve from what we've done so far as is possible. I mean, and yeah, I, part of that will definitely be encouraging y'all to play against what you've done so far as much as you can while well, still, like, being yeah. true to it. Well, yeah. you know what? When I said I was doing that, your reaction was, I wonder how long you can stick with that. So... Yeah, that's because it's fun to make fun of you. <laughs> Fuck. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you get yeah, riled yeah, up really easy. Say, <laughs> yeah, 
Yeah. So I, I feel like all of us kind of moved away from our initial plans for our characters at least a little bit, mm. but yeah. I feel like you did a hard 180, Zoe. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I did like three 180s, because origi- <laughs> originally Sloane, wa- well, I mean, hold on, there's a question about this, so we'll get to it. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, sorry, Ty, you were trying to say something? Oh, uh, I don't know if it was, I got two things in my head. Okay, so first off, the jump of, like, a hard change of, like, I kind of had an idea for the beginning of the season of, like, okay, I'm gonna make him a bastard man, and then make you slowly like him, and I'll have a flashback episode and, like, really fucking hate this guy. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I really didn't have any other plans after that. (laughs) Uh Uh-huh. And I was like, okay, well, what is this show now? I don't know. And, like, that was a fun thing to, like, just kind of be on the fly, and, no, here's what I was gonna say when Luke said, you know, playing against type, for season two, I was like, I don't know what I'm going to do or whatever. And then Luke was like, Vanguard, you should be a Vanguard. And that was a great decision. <laughs> it really was. Yeah. Now, I'm... Fuck it. I just want to say what my season three playbook's going to be. Okay, yeah, that's fine. Which is Vanguard. I'm thinking I'm going to yeah. play a Vanguard. Well, we'll see how far or different I want to make her as different that from Ursula. Or as different from me, because Ursa has so much me in it, I just yeah. want her to be something else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Totally. I yeah, that that's definitely a, a trap I fell into as well, is that, Jane, like, I, I feel like I said this in the last postmortem, there's a, there was a lot of, like, self-loathing going into the creation of James. Uh-huh. Uh, and, like, yeah, like, Strix was very much me working through some shit in uh-huh. the early going. Uh, he, kind of, he, he became something entirely different when season two got going. I feel like the the time away from the character that I had, because I was playing the fucking evil James for a while, had me some time to rethink, like, what Strix was and how he works. Right. But, like, that was definitely what that was initially. Yeah. Uh, Sloan's yeah. nothing like me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say, uh-huh. if you're yeah, of course, you made abundantly clear that Sloan much. is not Italian. You're good company. <laughs> yeah, the one, the one difference is Sloan is not like Italian. Comics. And also, I am not Italian. ripped. <laughs> Also, oh, is Sloan hey, Catholic? <laughs> yeah, Sloan is Catholic. Although, uh, one yeah, branch yeah. of my family tree is Catholic. Oh, that's fair, that's yeah. fair. Sloan's yeah. Irish? Sloan is, so- Sloan is the most Irish woman on the planet. She's got red hair and green eyes and is Catholic. Nice. <laughs> uh, so, Crystal hasn't gotten a word in. How are you doing over oh there? Oh my god, hi, Crystal. Hello, I'm here. <laughs> <laughs> Any thoughts? Yeah, season two was... Um... It was a lot different than season one, and it looking back at season one is like, oh wow, that was almost a different show. Yeah. Just in the way that I even approach characters. I played mm. one character for most of season one. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> then you played the exact opposite of one character. <laughs> Which is like twelve or something. Uh-huh. But like I do want to say, uh I mean all of y'all did absolutely fantastic jobs, but like holy shit crystal fucking having to play scenes against yourself yeah constantly (laughs) i definitely felt bad about how often that was coming up near the end it wasn't intentional it was just for whatever reason a lot of your (laughs) characters kept surviving and unlike every other player character they weren't fusing into one person (laughs) yeah i I did avoid making uh reincarnation type characters but i also did intentionally write all my characters to be kind of related to each other that's also true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but doing it that way also made it easier to kind of um, 
keep a distance from the characters and not just like play myself like I felt like I sometimes was in season one. Sure. Where I was like simultaneously keeping in mind uh, what do I, how do I, Crystal, want this character's story to go and what would this character do in the moments? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It is, uh, it is shockingly difficult not to just default to yourself because on some level, on some level, this is just improv. You know, right. like, yeah, when, it's when almost like acting is a, is a skill that you have to develop and practice at, and we're all, you know, amateurs. <laughs> yeah, yeah, a bit. Uh, speaking of, like, we, we kind of talked about earlier about there being, like, thematic heft to all of this, which is, it, not to, not to fucking, you know, not to bat, back pat too much or get too masturbatory here, but, like, sure. like we fucking made this up as we went along, y'all. Yeah. We, we had, Luke had some idea of where this was, where the, like, the plot twist was at the end going in, but, like, right. we, like, we just, toward, as we got further along, we definitely had to have some, like, discussions off air of, like, okay, this is the general shape of where I'd like to go with this. Yeah, yeah, and we yeah, have a yeah, lot yeah. of questions about, like, what was planned when, so we can get yeah, yeah. more okay. in depth with specifics <laughs> as we go, but, yeah, uh, we definitely, for as much as we made this up as we went along, I'm very proud of the low number of plot holes we've ended up with. I was gonna say, so here's an insight on epi- episode, wherever the episode where you have multiple characters, I went into that episode and I was like, none of you motherfuckers are getting out of this episode alive. All of you <laughs> are gonna die. No more plot lines. None of you are relevant Spider Quentin didn't last like two minutes. That was it. That's what me setting the gambit. Like, listen, the rest of you guys that show up in this show... We're not adding more plots. You plot. understood the job that you were showing up for that day. <laughs> that was fun that was one-off actually... characters that we will have no interest in seeing more of. That was one of the kind of funny things uh, about uh, when we started getting reactions to the finale of people being like, oh, dang, I, I wonder what happened to the, the, the gambler or or, or the, the yeah. tiny dinosaur. And just going, oh, fuck, yeah, we did forget that. But I did oh, oh, hand, shit, we had like 5,000 5, characters. Yeah. Okay, yeah, let's do let's characters. do questions. We're twenty minutes in. Yeah, yeah. I, we we have we're a lot of these, but I do think we're right? gonna like. There's a lot of duplicate questions, so I think we'll scratch them off pretty quick here. <laughs> uh, so this first one, this email comes in from Black Album Twenty Two, uh, and they've got a few questions here uh, to everyone. Uh, what was it like choosing your main season two characters, more so the alts of season one characters, but all of them overall? Let me start with there. So yeah, we all kind of just talked through what y'all were gonna do for season two starting out like i think i kind of originally threw at you like hey think about what your character's like ideal universe Mm -hmm. would be and how that would like reshape them as a person like if everything just went the way they wanted it to go what kind of person would they be yeah i remember that like my first instinct was she's not gonna have she's not gonna have violence related powers uh-huh. Like she's not gonna have violence related powers. Right. She's gonna be a navigator. She's gonna be, and I I can't remember if you or I brought the music thing. I think you uh, did. Yeah. I, I can't remember which one of us did. And then I was like, oh, oh, music. Yeah, sure. She's gonna be a pop star. Oh, peligroso pop. Okay, perfect. Oh, pop stars are shitty people. Maybe I'll lean into that a little bit. Yeah, you didn't do physical violence, you did emotional violence. Yeah, Uh the the most violent character you've played, just maybe not physically. Yeah. I, I'm, listen, at some point, I'm scared in my core, I'm like, am I a good person? (laughs) 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 No, listen, it is. When you, 
when you see something and it's working well and like the the moment that that dynamic with Zoe happened where I was like, oh, there's something here. There's something fun here. I just wanted to keep pushing that and keep yeah. twisting that because it was fun to do and fun to listen to. Yeah. I will say when you first started, like when we were first talking about BB and like maybe the first mm-hmm. episode or two, I was like, hmm, I don't know if I love these vibes. But then like as soon as it became clear that no, no. These vibes are artificial and shitty on purpose. I'm like, okay, I'm in on this now. I'm glad. <laughs> I yeah. I remember I struggled. Like, I was the last person to figure it out, if I remember right. Um, yeah, and eventually we just said, alone, hey, what if you don't have an alt? You're just the same character. Yeah, I was like, what if... the thing. Yeah, because I couldn't figure... I was like, I can't think of an interesting hook with, like, Sloane's ideal universe. Because um, yeah. so much of her was built around, like... trying to atone for what she did and if you take that away then she's just shitty you know beginning of season one sloan right and so i was just like okay what if it's sloan but she's a veteran and she's fucked up like kakashi from naruto right Right. good (laughs) (laughs) yeah and then um yeah, yeah, we talked, Mike, at some point about, yeah, figuring out, oh, well, if James just got his way, he'd be a piece of shit. That'd be fun. Yeah, like, that was that was kind of the, the ethos I started with all the way back in Pop Zero in, in the, yeah. the fucking character creation is uh, the, the main guiding design principle behind James is James kind of sucks. Right. So, you know, I, I, I lean into, like, him being a bastard. But also part of it was, uh, so so I, I wound up playing uh, three three characters functionally in in season two, but two of them are characters that just already existed. They were season one characters. It was Ron and Strix, bam, bam, done. Right. Uh, For James, uh, it was actually entirely inspired by the design session episode. And I think I mentioned this when we were making uh, the characters. Uh, When you and Molly uh, were talking about how you couldn't figure out how to make a glam character work without... With like you could like how are we going to make a mind control character without just making them a bad guy? And that just flipped a switch in my mind of like, oh, here's a challenge. I'm yeah. going to make a mind control character, and he's going to be a bad guy. Yeah, and yeah. you know that just sort of got merged with the idea that James sucks, and like boom, evil James. Now, I started off with mind control, and then after a while, I realized, oh, you know what would be fun? What if what if his idol on his nine to five? Yeah, because yeah. that was that was an existing mind control thing in the show, right. and. It actually took a, a shockingly long time, and I know this is again kind of jumping the gun on like planning ahead questions. No, uh, I actually we we didn't come up with the twist that James literally was just Metatron until like oh I, like I, that I, was I, the week that we revealed it. We came up yeah, with that. Yeah. You you had to go back like that that stinger uh, at the end yeah, of the I had to go prior back episode that set it up. A narration bit to set it up because yeah. we had only just thought. Oh wait, yeah, no, that's how it should work. That was kind of my fault because I did a bad job. Like during the reveal, I did a bad job of having Metatron explaining what his deal was, and you had to go back and like fill in the blanks a little bit sure. preemptively. And I apologize for that. Well, uh, yeah, I don't even think it was that you did a bad job. It was more just like. You know, because we had set up, he's got nine to five, but we have not explained that at all. There has to be like yeah. a little bit of a seed planted. Like, um, initially, that was just going to be a coincidence. Like I had no plan for that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That I, I think I, I didn't have a plan for it at the time, but I was like, okay, that's going to have to turn out to be a thing later. But we'll figure it out when we need to. That that's that's that was a lot of the season actually. Kind of yeah. overall is us just throwing shit at the wall and then coming up with justifications later. Yeah. If you just put a lot of, like, 
interesting ideas and images out there it's not hard to figure out a thing that they can mean later on yeah uh i i actually do have uh one big uh sort of regret with season two Mm -hmm. and it's not it's not the way the story went because the story went very like it went really cool i i think i think uh the aftermath of this of this decision was good uh, but I did feel bad about it because it was kind of a bad thing to do as like another player in an RPG, mm-hmm. uh, and it was that Fabi made the move where BB uh, was was going to uh, pretend to be Ursa, and I right. just was like, hey, I think it'd be fun if if James like you know is, is don't shit a shitter situation. He knows she's she's bullshitting, sure, and you know kind of like maybe have some tension build up between the two of them. But then it spiraled out of control like in the span of one episode. Right, I think Fabi, you were planning this is going to be a slow uh-huh. burn. Yeah, and I then... thought this was going to be like, oh, this is the new status change status quo, and this is going to be the thing until the finale. Yeah, right. I'm so but sorry, instead, it just instantly that. fell yeah. apart. Yeah, that, yeah. And that that is my bad. I I beefed it. I I I do still think like in terms of the of the show and where the plot went. I I do think like it it worked out and and yeah. and credit to you for that for rolling with it. But like yeah, from I, one, like one player to another, it just 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 for this being an RPG that we were playing together, that was a dick move on my part, and I'm real sorry. Fine. I did when when we did that scene when we finished that episode. I was like, I don't know what BB's gonna do. And then yeah. we did the other episode where she got... She got taken away. I was like, okay, BB's gonna... Because in my head, BB, despite being a bad person, always believed she was doing the right thing. Yeah. In a, in a very twisted way, she's like, okay, mm-hmm. no, Sloane said, I'm gonna make her happy by pretending to be her friend. Uh, that she lost, they, I'm the good person here. These monsters who are ruining this, they are the villains. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you actually uh, took that to a major extreme. Uh, do, do we want to give them a, a peek behind the curtain about like the, the original version of the trial scene? Oh, yeah. She she died. We re, we redid, redid that. And that, that was what I was going to say, because at that point, I didn't have anything else for her. Yeah, it right. was like, okay, She's done then. Yeah, she was just defiant see... to the end, and they killed her. Yeah. And, and then we were all just like, oh, that's kind of... Hmm. Yeah, that felt anticlimactic in a lot of ways, because we... Yeah. That, like, took away uh, the final confrontation, and with a lot of people, right? Took away the Carly confrontation, mm-hmm. took away the Sloan confrontation, uh, and, like, God, was it your... I think it was your idea, Luke, right? That she became a, a spear? Yeah, yeah, it was my idea. I think the big thing was just that, like, because uh, I had that idea going in. Mm-hmm. You had rolled like a mixed success on it, which meant they would yeah. offer you a deal. Um, and it was but she just was being like, a bitch. But like, as we were playing the scene mm-hmm. out, we weren't getting to the point where they could offer the deal because she was just like, "No, nah, fuck you." Yeah. Um, so we had to just like, like, okay, we just got we got to plan this scene out so that like this yeah. is true to the character, but also we don't kill her off because we have more to do with this character still. Yeah, and I'm really glad, like, uh, I, I love Spears Beavy and all the shit that happened with her. Uh huh. Um, that's like not a thing I expected. The stuff with Alexis Crystal, I loved all of that shit. And that was nothing, none of that I had planned before the moment it happened, really. Yeah. Yeah. Alright, uh, oh, I guess, yeah, also, yeah, Crystal, I, you're the one person I was like, hey, you should play Anna this season. Yeah, you were really pushing <laughs> Anna. 
<laughs> it worked out. It worked out. Did we, I, did I the mean, whole season start where you're like, I think Anna should be a character. <laughs> Wasn't that? I feel, but, well, yes. one of my big things for season two was that a tough thing with stories, especially RPGs, where you have player characters, I wanted to try to broaden out the world a little bit so it wasn't just, oh yeah, these nine people get to decide what happens for the fate of the entire universe. So, for season two, I want to try to put more spotlight on side characters or, like, even characters that were just tossed off references in a single episode. Actually, let's go into, like, who they are and why they're important, because everybody's important in their own way. So, yeah, why don't we, like, take this one character that was, like, referenced and was completely unimportant and flesh her out and make her a person? I think that was a good call. Uh, For my season two, guys, I knew that I wanted someone with Men in Black and someone with Forget-Me-Nots at Uh some point, because those are both part of um, vivid memories turned to fantasies. And Agent Alexis came from, like, well... At, at the moment at the end of season one, probably a big part inside of Lex is like, you know, I shouldn't have been uh, a rebel free spirit who tried to tear down the system. That that didn't work out very well. Right. But if I just joined them instead of trying to beat them. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then Agent Alexis, though, was the character I had the least ideas of what to do with. Like, I was mainly yeah. playing Anna I kind of expected Agent Alexis to die at several points, but she kept sticking around. <laughs> right. She mostly just kept fucking off, which made it hard to kill her. <laughs> she kept panting people. Weird. <laughs> um, but uh-huh. I, I really liked having Anna be someone who didn't have, like, a reason to be there exactly. Yeah. But she stuck around anyway, and then people learned to accept her. Yeah, yeah. Um, Absolutely fucking great character. Speaking of um, great. speaking of truly great characters, uh, and then also starting off with Crystal, probably, do we want to talk about the B team a little bit? Yeah, the next question on this uh, person's email was going to be about the B team for the same oh, question, yeah. basically. So yeah, that that's a perfect segue. Uh, yeah, how'd you all answer? go about choosing your characters that weren't the characters you played in season one? So Strix, obvious, you know, mm. needed to have Strix there. Yeah, I, I w- oh, I was aching to get back into Strix. Like, it, it, yeah. I, I feel like I was maybe getting annoying about it with Luke. I was like, "Hey, so this is Evil James stuff's fun and all, but when, when am I going to get to play? When am I get to play Strix?" Listen, listen, when I, I know. Strix, you're going to get him. When am I, I got him right here. He's here in my pocket. Got a little elbow. <laughs> 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 uh, but then, yeah, for everybody else, I think I want to say I assigned them to everybody, right? Or did someone pick their own? I I picked Abby, if I remember right. I, th- I thought I pitched you an Abby, and at first I was like, hey, I kind of want you to play Abby as a side character. You're like, oh, God, uh, okay. <laughs> um, was th- you you totally may have. Um, yeah. Yeah, but... I, and then maybe you took it and ran with it, because I gave you nothing beyond that. Uh, yeah, I so. think it was literally just, do you, you want to play Abby? And then I decided who this Abby was, yeah. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. it was, again, very much the same thing with Anna. I want to try to put some spotlight on characters that aren't... Um, our main characters and like have them be uh, like important in their own ways. Uh, I'll say this is probably going to come up in a different question at some point. One thing I do wish we had done. Uh, I, I kind of wish the B team had got a little more spotlight than they ended up getting. I, as much as I loved having the rock crew invade so many times. Yeah. It definitely felt like they kind of took 
a little bit of the the spotlight that the B team maybe could have used for a little. Not that I like the episodes were great. They were some of my favorite episodes. We did. No, I, I 100% yeah. agree with you. They're fun episodes, but like they there was a lot that needed to be done, and there were maybe better priorities than let's see what Virginia would be like as a cowboy. <laughs> <laughs> Fun as that is. Disagree. Hard disagree. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, no, I, I loved all those episodes. And you know, we did we did get to re- repay them in kind by fucking making those absolutely fucking nonsense, overly convoluted <sighs> boss fight sessions. Yeah, uh, yeah, me fuck. me and Chris really had did... one that really stuck with them. Is, is this when I get to talk about my f- secret favorite character? Listen, uh, <laughs> yeah, yes. Uh, speaker go. of the House. Bexer? <laughs> yeah, sure, yeah, we can yeah. talk about her. I, me and Maxie talked about this character way too much before she even appeared on screen. Yeah, you uh, had a whole bunch of backstory written yeah, up that we were so, never gonna get to. Yeah, no, this is the thing, and I don't know, this is like me yelling, like, this is my crap chip, or like, my secret OTV. Like, me and Maxie talked about, like, um... Harvey Stoker, uh, Harvey Stoker is an asshole and he uses people, but the only person he actually felt something for was Ursula. Uh, and they like, and she, she loved him, of course, but she want, she knew he was meant for something bigger than just loving her. And we got this whole big thing and it like, it gets referenced in three lines. Oh, yeah. Great. Uh-huh. great. Love when that oh. happens. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, for the I just Carly went, what thing, if I'm a robot what punches things? Yeah. For the Carly thing, I think you did, you did recommend it, Luke, because I was like, I think I was like between playing Ursula, mm-hmm. uh, I, I think it was like between playing Ursula Ursa or, uh, Joanna, like a human Joanna or something. Yeah. No, not a human Joanna, sorry, a human Angela. I wanted to do like a right, human right. Angela. Right, right, yeah, 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 you were going to talk about playing Angela. Which because would have been I was interesting. like, I felt bad because of how stuff ended up in Angela, and I was like, "That's a character we could, we could see something more, maybe like a human Angela. Wonder yeah. what that would be." Uh, but then you were like, "Oh, you're not gonna do, <laughs> you're not gonna do Carly," and I'm like, "Well, I guess I could do Carly." Angela would have been a fun character to explore mm-hmm. more for the for the same reasons. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah it, it, in a world where we could do infinite episodes, yeah. I would like to spend some time with Angela. Yeah, I would love play, to play with Angela. Uh, oh, you know what? I know who I didn't assign uh, was Burgess, because I was just going to have Agent Alexis move over to the B team, but then Crystal was like, no, no, I want to play Burgess. Yeah, I always liked the opening to Pop 1. I was like, I want to know yeah. more about this guy, why don't I just write that part? <laughs> you fucking caught me so off guard with that pick. I was... Uh, it's so it's incredible. Good. I love yeah. it. I love that that is a thing. Because remember in Pop 17, where we're all like, oh, it's just a regular episode. Cactus Jack's here, and we all... <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, yeah. yeah. Chris, yeah. I can pull out a fucking Bob character out of nowhere, and we're like, okay, cool. Awesome. I'm here <laughs> yeah. for whatever this is gonna be. The whole like, fucking yeah. backstory about this this cult founded from Burgess's whole thing, and that, and that like, Alexis's family, like, was part of it, that you just basically, like, weaved from whole cloth here. Was act, like, some great shit. Yeah, I wrote a stupid, uh, like, two or three paragraph intro two years ago about, like, I don't know, just come up with a goofy, like, 
old-timey magnate who has a dumb philosophy. That's That'd be fun to write for this college history. And you just latched onto that and <laughs> refused to let me let it go and, like, <laughs> wove it into the mythology of the series. <laughs> if it wasn't important, why would it be the intro? You know, that's fair. true. That's true. I mean, the rock intro, thing to like, say brought to up Luke. Dracula, so, like, yeah. Right. Mm. Uh, Ty, how, what, what about you and Ron? I don't know. With Rod, did I do good with Rod? I was like, I gotta play yeah. a totally different character. And I'm like, what is his deal? Uh, well, the other Rod like was stuck with, Ron like... I liked the... the other... I liked the Ron, like, never quite fully adjusted to Eidolon life. Like, everyone else kind of rolls with it, eventually. Ron is still always just kind of like, uh... Like, I, I think your Ron, in a lot of ways... And no shade to anyone else who played a Ron is my favorite Ron because he's still that person that wants to do something, has these like huge ideals, but also has been crushed to the point that he works at Walmart. And he's like, I don't know, man. Uh, and then he's like, Cowboy, I could be a cowboy, I could get a little hat. Uh, I love, I love Cowboy yeah. Ron. The big thing, the big takeaway I had for Ron was like, okay, what do I know about Ron Monroe? Like in the in the character sheets, which you all have access to now, if you're at the certain tier, I believe. That's but anyway, true. in those character sheets for that episode, it said, "Fucking Ron is a fucking fire starter dog. He's like an anarchist. He's like fucking fuck the system <gasps> yeah. dog." And like well, yeah, the original through. idea I had was he needs to be as far from Ron Wee as possible to make it yeah. all the more shocking that he ends up as Ron Wee. But he gets stuck in that position where he has all that power and he's crushed by the system. Yeah. <laughs> so I wanted to have, like, even this other Ron is, like, trapped in a situation where he's, like, like, it wanted to mirror Ron Wee's kind of Ron Wee, but, like. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, so I think that was the main, and also the thing with the gun where he, like, put out all his emotions. There was some, some something there I like where it's, like. This person hasn't really, like, thought of other ways of being or doing things. And, like, all of the, like, rock people are like, hey, I could be a cowboy. I could, you know, maybe, you know, do these other things. And that was my main energy for Ron. It was fun to just, like... Yeah. But, yeah, that was... I think I you know. did great with Ron. I think Ron probably suffered more than anyone else in the B-team from just a... Too many things going on at the same time mm. during the B team episodes. Yeah, I will say uh, Ty's interpretation does really uh, bring together something that, like, you had put on the original character sheet for Ron for Pop Seventeen, and I, I never really found a chance to do much with, which was yeah. you, you explicitly listed that Ron was a history major, and uh, I, I like the idea that you know it's 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 very biting commentary that. If you're a history major and you don't get sucked into supernatural shenanigans of any kind, you just kind of end up being really depressed. <laughs> yeah. Unless you have an abusive pop star girlfriend, then you get to write songs for her. Right. Uh-huh. Uh, <laughs> that's one thing. I wish <sighs> that we could have spent more time with that run, with BB Ron. Yeah. Because uh, I really like BB Ron. I like, or at least I like the idea of him a lot, of this guy who, like, wanted to burn down the system, but kind of got pushed into writing music. Uh, and, like, I think I said he, he like, he wrote the music and uh, Carly wrote the lyrics, yeah. if that sounds correct. Uh -huh. um, and, like, I like, I would imagine that if you let him go, he would make, like, really good, but also really depressing music. Yeah, uh, I think he would want to do, like, weird experimental stuff yeah. that wouldn't be a commercial success. Uh, yeah, I my my head canon or can be canon if you want it to be is that her and Carly 
have like a weird noise band now. Yeah, they're not totally. pop stars. They're just, it's just like weird experimental shit, and they're just having fun. Yeah, yeah. Here's the fun uh, thing is because we made the show, we could just declare things yeah. are canon. Yeah, we could just word That's of God. Yeah, well, also because of the nature of the city of dreams, all things are mm-hmm. canon at the same time. That is okay. the thing we okay, did. Okay. We did have the the we we did make a setting where literally any ship has happened, folks. Yeah. Whatever you okay, want to okay, conceive okay, of, okay, it po- happened. <laughs> post post credit scene. Post credit scene. Uh, Quentin knocks at the door, and he's in his fucking costume, and he's uh, waiting for it to open, and he's gonna be like, "Oh, so you're like good now?" And uh, he's at the pop house, <laughs> and he thinks it's just Harvey there, uh, or Henry there, and he runs into the pop crew. That was that would be my my take. He's like, "You mean gonna, rock, rock, yeah, rock, rock crew." <laughs> Yeah, he's yeah. gonna try and hit on Henry, but it's gonna—he's gonna, he's gonna run into the. I like it. But yeah. God, <laughs> Ty, Ty, you—I don't know why or how, but you should have brought the Quentin you made in a second. God, the, the Carly Quentin back. That might I be this disagree because that—that that is a. I like that I was left wanting more with that. That, that Quentin <laughs> may be the single most like impressive on your feet improv of the entire. Yeah, I was gonna show. say uh, one of the other questions in this email is favorite player improvisation. Moment that one with a bullet. Uh huh. Yeah, no, we, we just randomly shouted, Ty, "Hey, Ty, you want to play this Quentin in this scene?" No, like, no. The thing is, I was like, I, I can't remember why, but I, was like, I needed a reason for her to end up in the undertow, and nothing was working. And then I was like, "Oh, there must be, there must be a Quentin. Quentin probably gets into magic or knows some magic or says he does." Uh, and I, I was expecting Luke to play that. That Quentin. Yeah, yeah, and, and there's the moment I was like, uh, hmm. Hey, Ty! Ah, hey, Ty! <laughs> and uh, you just brought it! I get I, what you meant about not wanting to see more, but at the same time, I want a slice of life, like, webcomic, webtoon, <laughs> getting contact, of, like, Quentin and that Henry, yeah, and, like, uh-huh. their sh- adventures and their relationship. I want that. Give me a four panels of that. <laughs> um, there's, a, there's very much that episode of me being like, oh, what am I going to do? What am I going to do? What am I going to do? And then I remembered, oh, because he was stuck in that teacher con, they never really knew him in that period of 10 years where I was like, he's just kind of doing random stuff and it's all. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I was like, okay, if I could just do that, I was like, good. But no, that was great. Ah, good times. Um, it, before, because I think that this has been one question so far. It sure has. <laughs> um, I, listen, we're going to find out we've answered a lot of the other questions okay, as cool. we go at this point. Um, the, we were talking about, like, one thing we want to say, like, is canon, like, that we... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, at Crystal, I'm pretty sure you're going to approve, but just in case you can veto this if you want, I want 100% Burgess officiated Sloan and Abby's wedding. Yeah, of course he did. He said he would. Yeah, it was... Yeah. Yeah, it was his tie. He fulfilled his tie. That's true. Yeah. Uh, let's see here. Other questions in this one. Uh, favorite rock cameo? We kind of touched on this. Which which rock uh, surprise did y'all like the most? Iris's uh, was mine, yeah. for sure. I like all of them, but I'm split between Hackathon and Ginny. Okay. I like Detective Valerie. So I, I like Hackathon. I kind of feel bad about what happened with Hackathon, because like... The other cameo- cameos generally, like, because they mostly went to the B team, they they got to, like, the B team was all happy and down for whatever, but, like, uh, Hecaton, like, we were just a bunch of grouchy assholes who were, like, we deep in our were. shit. 
Yeah, and like Luke's like, "Hey, here you go, guys. Here's here's a here's a mech. Here's the mech you want." And we're just like, <laughs> "Fuck you! You've want you've asked me for this mech for over a goddamn year, and now you don't want it." Now yep, give Ursa a mech. God, have I ever talked about that? That was Ursa's original thing. She was gonna be a tiny little bear, yeah, a like toy bear that right. piloted a mech. Was she gonna pilot a mech that looked like a human? Yeah, that was human sh- size, not right. human shape. Until I looked at that move, oh, so- and then I was like, "Oh, she can just turn into a human." Oh, maybe she's not like a little tiny toy okay. person. So you were but not like, imagining for- a Meet Dave situation. Yeah, no, <laughs> <laughs> no it would be more persona. <laughs> that cultural like- touch still. I was thinking more like uh, I I can't remember. There is a character persona that like gets in the fighting game that gets like on a mech while they fight. That's kind of what I was imagining, like tiny and cute, but has like an armor mech that's around the size of a human. Yeah. Uh, and I thought that was gonna be my character for like two weeks before I saw that facade was there, and I was like, oh, I can just make a bear girl. Uh huh. Uh huh. Uh, alright, yeah, yeah, um, I, part of the reason I liked Iris's was just because that was the episode where I finally realized, hey, you gotta stop trying to squeeze both a cameo from another character and a cool enemy fight into the same episode. That's too much stuff. That was also the episode where you realized you had been, like, actively fucking up Abby, like, aggressively multiple times in a row. Yeah, which was also not intentional. I was just like, uh, this guy, this has to target somebody. Uh, Abby, why not? And then by the end of it, wasn't she, like, covered in, like, bruises and broken glass, just going like, ah! Yeah, uh uh-huh. Well, yeah, the way walking on broken glass worked was if you touched... I remember. Oh, I remember. ...by a piece of glass from it. Yeah, it just turned your whole body... It made your whole body hypersensitive to damage. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, anyway... Uh, what else we got here? Um, let's see. These questions are for me. Uh, we already covered favorite player improvisation moment. Uh, what encounters did I have the most fun planning? Let me think. Um, oh, you know what? I skipped a question, and it's going to be part of the same answer, because uh, one question I skipped for y'all was, what other plans did we have to torment Zoe in Toxic Part 1? And I think the only one that we I forgot to do was... Uh, we were gonna revisit the Call Me Al demon and um, <sighs> have you actually solve his riddle. So we finally got the the you know. So we so it. we would have done a, a six hour episode before the finale. <laughs> got it. Well, I think we would. <laughs> you knew the answer to the riddle at that point. I, I you know what? I would not bet on me in that situation. <laughs> I would have gotten stressed and immediately forgotten it. Anyway, yeah, we were. I was very tickled when I came up with. Oh wait, there should be a demon with you can call me Al, and <laughs> as long as he calls you Betty, he can force you to do things you don't want to do. I was so angry. Like I was so upset. <laughs> I love that that fight. And then that episode came out, and I found out that call me Al is perhaps not the cultural touchstone I thought it was. And a lot of people were like, "I don't get this." I think What's it going is, on? but our audience is way too young for that. Here's the right, thing: the, the song I'm on "Call the Me Al" is not a touchstone. People the that know that song. I get the, the song. Your dad, <laughs> your dad showed you that song. Right. If you showed that episode to a group of boomers, woo! Everyone would love it. 
I, exactly. I think that song itself is is not a cultural touchstone because, like, I know the gist of it. I don't know the name of it, but I know the video. Everyone knows the video, right? I don't know the fucking video. Chevy Chase. I don't know anything yeah. about what you're talking. About. I went down the I'm with, hall. I'm with you, Do you remember Crystal. this? When I went down the hall of like covers and reaction videos to the Call Me Out video, and like one by one reproductions, I. YouTube's a scary place sometimes. <laughs> My yeah. dad fucking loves to uh, show me. Oh no, you gotta watch this video of this teenage kid reacting to classic rock songs. He, he even though he's young, he gets that my music's the best music. Look how excited he is to hear this Queen song. <laughs> Jeez, God, uh, I've I've already forgotten. What was the question we're on? <laughs> Uh, oh, it was a question for me about what my favorite encounter to plan was. Uh, oh, so if, okay. If there was anything else we had planned to torment Zoe with in Toxic Part 1. Right. Uh, okay, so for tormenting Zoe. Oh, God. Uh, <laughs> so There's already a whole <laughs> show about this on the network. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, so, so I did have uh, one, one like throwaway joke character I didn't get to. I, I decided against it both because it wasn't actually that funny and also we were running long. Yeah. Uh, and I was going to have the joke be where I had a, a, a gag character whose Eidolon uh, had the name that was the name of that Chumbawamba album that's like 90 words long. And I was hoping to end it uh, with a gag where he takes so long announcing what he's doing that he gets interrupted and killed. Oh, <laughs> I would have loved that. I also love that album. It's a great album. Yeah, yeah. No, th- the thing with Call Me Al is I assumed that Quentin was going to be coming with you to deal with him. <laughs> And Quentin and Ty are going to be much more suited to a riddle battle than you are. I, I, <laughs> I'm, I'm angry. Like, I'm, I'm salty about it, but also I cannot argue. <laughs> I, like, tangibly, we have recorded evidence that I, I am not good at riddles. It was very funny in the moment. I was, she was... That, that's one of those, like, oh, you're just... I can't tell if this is just Sloane or Zoe at this That point. was maybe but the thinnest the veil so between angry. Sloane and Zoe has ever been. <laughs> you weren't even, like, attempting to solve it. You were just like, no, what fuck, what do you, you mean I can't? You were immediately done with it. <laughs> it's like if I had said, okay, you turn down this hallway and there's a brick wall at the end. You're like, well, I have a move for that. I, I can use break What through. am I supposed to do about that? There's a wall in the way. I'm supposed to get over there. <laughs> what am I supposed to do about this wall? Go through the ceiling. <laughs> yeah, go through the ceiling. That's what I did that one time. <laughs> no, you, you go through the, you make a hole. Uh-huh. The floor. Um, I look. If you, I hadn't fully processed that it was a riddle. Usually, I, I was expecting you to be like, "Oh, I have these riddles three When there's a, r- if if only there was a move in the book where you could psychically ascertain magical. I am pretty sure I never no used that move once in the entire two seasons. <laughs> Not, not deliberately, anyway. I, f- I feel like every time uh, a Zoe character dredged, it was because Luke specifically told her to do it. Yeah. I don't Ugh. think she voluntarily said, I'm going to dredge. Sure. God, I'm DMing a game in this fucking system. <laughs> You're doing great. Uh, last question on this one. Uh, what is everyone's favorite demon other than the Mailer Demons? Because that's the obvious number one. Uh, yeah, that's the clear. Yeah. Um... <sighs> I mean, I gave my answer. It's, I fucking love. I don't remember his real name, but I love Al. Uh, Beelzebub. Yeah, that's good. Like he sucks, but Beelzebub what a nice. fucking good villain. Mm-hmm. I did love Beelzebub. Uh, Thank you. I uh, 
uh, Satan, right? That that was his name. Yeah, the guy yeah. He was on the elevator. Uh, oh, Lucifer. Oh, oh no, uh, Lucifer. Lucifer. Yeah. Uh, yeah, no, because Satan the Jesus is the other one. I get this confused. Uh, yeah, no, I love Lucifer. I, yeah. I like. I legit wanted. Just like BB, Agent Alexis, and Lucifer to have like brunch together, eat mimosa, like that's Team Evil Queers for me. Uh huh. Uh-huh. God, yeah, they would be so them. catty. Fuck. It was so good. Yeah, the uh, the world in which you were BB got made a spear way earlier, just hung out with Lucifer <laughs> a bunch would have been a good one. Yeah. Uh, I also I liked Astaroth just because I like doing his voice. It's fun to do. I was I was such a say, little shit heel. I love him. Yeah. I was gonna say Astaroth because I love that for most of the season he was at least nominally the big bad. Yeah. Right? Then he just goes down like a chump. I like, really just, like. I, I was fully expecting that to be like the big climactic boss fight. Yeah, he gets he gets he gets clowned on by fucking evil James, Mister. I'll take the stairs. Yeah, like I'm. That's so good. Yeah, the idea from the start was that I'm going to play him up as the ultimate villain, and then like a, he's got no fighting ability, and b, he's not even the guy in charge anyway. Mm. Like it, it, the whole idea is that it's like, oh, it's just this dumb fucking Ouroboros. Like, no, don't blame me for what's happening. It's my boss's fault. And then you go to them, well, don't blame me. It's this person's fault. And like, no one's actually responsible, and yet they're all perpetuating the bad stuff. I love bureaucracy. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that that is, that is kind of the movies. that's the that's the juicy theming of 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 the show. Season one is is old school aristocracy, and then. Right. And then, uh, fucking season two is the modern useless aristocracy. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, like, the idea with Beelzebub being, like, there's still, like, shitty old money behind it if you go far mm-hmm. enough back. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, we, we <laughs> congratulations everyone, we got through one email. That was oh, yeah. one! Hell yeah. That's that all been one email. We're right? an hour I, in! Did you not see the message? I said we were gonna do an eight-hour recording. Uh. I will say, uh... Again, I think we've probably uh, preemptively answered a lot of the emails we're going to get through here. Yeah. But to anybody we don't get to, it's because it's very possible we don't get to everyone. I'm very sorry. We still thank you very much for writing in. And yeah. like, fuck it, I might listen, answer y'all, questions y'all in close the Discord down. or something. Yeah. Y'all yeah, close yeah. down. Send me the emails. I'll do the rest of the episode by myself. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I'm our not next joking. Email comes in from Becky. Uh, if anyone's wondering why Ty went quiet, he had to step away for a moment. <laughs> but yeah. Uh, I, was, yeah. I was literally about to say that because, like, when when you when someone steps away and and like there's a question, like, I want each of you to give me a piece of information individually. It's mm. like listeners are going to catch that probably. <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah. That's why Ty hasn't answered things for a little bit. He had to step away, but he'll be back. Uh, but yeah, Becky writes in to say I have one for everyone since we saw Lord Kickback, Lord Kickback, and Tayoth James. What would everyone else's Tayoth and Lady Luck versions, which exist in the Infinite House stack? So this got. Sort of answered in the finale, which came out after this email came in. We saw a Tayoth version of everybody, mm-hmm. but you got yeah. Anyone got fun Lady Luck riffs on their characters in mind? Um, I think a Lady Luck Sloan would be like like a grimy punk rock queen, like mm-hmm. like yeah. just smeared mascara, like torn fishnets dress, and just like utter like hedonism. Uh huh. Yeah. 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 Um, so, so here's the thing. I, I want to lean into the whole, like, uh, aristocratic title and alliteration thing Lady Luck has. Yeah, but it's the- Lord or Lady blank for the name. Okay. Yeah, I, I, I guess it would just be, like, Lord Clockwork 
for James. Or clockwork would work, yeah. Yeah, or, um, and I think yeah. I think his whole vibe, like, just do a Google image search of the timekeeper cookie from Cookie Run Kingdom, and that's what... <laughs> that's what Dear it, God. <laughs> yeah, that's, um, that's that's sort of his vibe. So, I, re- mm, I, I have to say it, because it's too good not to say. If yeah. Lady Lux Sloan is, like, a hedonistic punk queen with, like, torn fishes, her name is Lady Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> yep, absolutely. The name I had in my head was Lady Burnout, but yeah, Lady Fuck works. Uh, do you have a name for in your head for Ursa? Ooh, let me think. Um, I mean, Lady I Bear have is too one, easy, but I'm I feel sure. like. I mean, it's your character. My idea for her off the top of my head would be Lady Greed, okay. and she would it would all be of like, okay, but everything is mine. Everything you want is mine. Oh, I'll sure. help you. But that's mine. You yeah, yeah. are mine. Your actions are mine. We're gonna get through this, but all of this is mine. Yeah, yeah, that, that makes sense. Alexis makes would sense. be a Lord Aperture, and she would like just make portals everywhere and just steal things and stuff them in their little portal dimension. Good, good stuff. Potatoes. Yeah, and uh, yeah, Quentin did get a, a hat tip in the epilogue as Lord Noise, which <laughs> that'd be oh. Chaos God Quentin is terrifying. It's already a chaos Holy god. Holy yeah, oh my god. <laughs> Ty could carry an entire show on his own with that. <laughs> uh, but yeah, see, now we're two emails in. Easy. <sighs> Easy. Oh, I know, this person had one other question. We're not god damn it! Uh, which is that, are we disappointed that Quentin inspiring people to change the world through song never paid out? It's really, it's so funny to me that we had the perfect setup for Quentin to, like, inspire the Change the World Through Song, and instead we went with the Minions. That's true. <laughs> well, let me, let me, uh, let me throw this back at you, uh, listener. Didn't everybody change the world through song through the Everything Will Be Alright cover? Didn't you yeah, all contribute to that? Nah, I didn't. Yeah, yeah. Well, yes. Well, only the cool people did. Hey! Ah! I'm sensitive about my singing voice. Eat shit! Me (laughs) neither. And yet, I am cool. (laughs) (laughs) What the fuck is happening this episode? Ah, Don't worry about it. This is the last pop episode. This is the episode where everyone just pulls out knives and stabs me for two hours. Like... I feel we, one, we should be recording this at a pub or at someone's house, yeah. and two, we should all be drinking and eating pizza. The I, mean, that I just nice. pizza downstairs, like, I'm so like hungry! Go ahead, <laughs> you can eat while we talk. Yeah, Zoe, this is our last chance to be mean to you. That's not like, true, we're going to be on other podcasts together. <laughs> no, you're leaving us I'm forever. aggressively not. <laughs> Uh, next question, Luke. Yeah, next yes. question comes in from Grief Ninja. Uh, if you could only voice one character hey. you've played in the Eidolon anime adaptation, who would it be? Uh, I do all the Ursa, so I'm set. Yeah. I mean, yeah. it's they're all the same person. It's Sloane. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm not sure any of us are not going to pick our main person. I mean, Yeah, I, mean, I think this maybe, will be a more fun Crystal? question for the Rock folks. Yeah, Crystal, what about you? Cactus Jack. Oh, <laughs> fucking perfect <laughs> answer. Good answer. If I can only pick one NPC, I, mm-hmm. I, it's got to be the Polly's, right? Yeah, it's got to be the Polly's. Oh, yeah. yeah. No, yeah. yeah. No, the Polly's voice is fucking magical. Yeah, it's got to be the Polly's. 
I'm so uh, I can I just say I'm so happy that me tossing off that name like uh Polly it, it uh-huh. ended up paying out so fucking much. I did. I, I love forgot the in the fucking when I did Polidarity forever. I was gonna have during the ending chorus of one voice in there. I'm still not sure about how I feel about the name Polly. <laughs> just like underneath the chorus. Oh god, that would have been perfect. Yeah, I forgot <laughs> to do it. I feel bad. <laughs> Woulda, coulda, shoulda. Gotta leave it all in the field. Yeah, you know. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, this next email comes in uh, from Mary, or perhaps Marie. I'm not sure. I think I usually go with Mary when I read her name on the Patreon, though. Uh, hell- hey, everyone. Thanks so much for the absurd yet profound story you've all made. Hirohiko Araki would be proud and confused. <laughs> and probably proud that you confused him the way he confuses his readers. And like Araki, you've also introduced on. me to a bunch of awesome music I hadn't heard of. Especially Iris, who does not miss... You know what? This says rock postmortem at the top. I shouldn't be reading this one right now. You buffoon! You <laughs> clown man! On? I'm back, everyone. I'm back. Hey, Ty! Hey, hey. Uh, Ty, real quick, the two things you missed. Uh, what was your favorite demon, and what is Quentin's Lady Luck form called? Oh, wow. Okay, these are good ones. Um, okay. Favorite demon other than the mailer demons, because come on now. I know. I, I li- Okay, here's my favorite twist about Quentin. I love that he was able to summon demons several times in the show for several different yeah. reasons. I was like, oh, uh-huh. he's an evil sorcerer. He throws fireballs and he... Listen, what's magic if not lying to the universe? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Anyway, so uh, that felt really good. We need that on a shirt. <laughs> um, the most favorite ability of uh, the... I'm torn. Uh, Amadralius having just a billion of them and being like the first one we fought was very yeah. good. And, like, I hate I, that nasty man. I loved how that escalated with like Zoe pulling or Sloan pulling a gun on someone and then Jake pulling it. a gun on himself. And that like <laughs> and Yeah. Yeah, it was good. You know this this season began and ended with you all swarmed by gross bugs. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. Sure did. It's almost like if the same person was jamming it. <laughs> yeah, uh but yeah, the the other one, the other one, Ty is what would Lady Luck Quinn be? Lord Blank. Oh. Which yeah, I did mention. I I named a Lord Noise that was a Quentin in the the epilogue. But if you got oh. a different one, no, oh, that's a good. I love Lord Noise or Silence or yeah, any of that stuff. I don't know. We, 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 yeah. <laughs> it's all right. Yeah. You, you didn't get time to think about it like yeah, we did. We, so I love how much coins come up. If like there was a, like an anime intro, like I I feel like we really hit the like ah oh, look at this coin. It's also the token that became the gambling thing that became. I, I don't know. I just like there's a lot of imagery that recurs that I think works. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The rock crew very correctly pointed out that when we were doing uh, pop forty three, and you're like, I don't know, maybe you could take my luck. I immediately like don't like yeah, we should do that for no particular <laughs> reason. Don't worry about. It. <laughs> <laughs> you were so excited. Yeah. Oh, thank God! Ty's giving me an out so I can actually make this make sense. <laughs> okay, okay uh, so also, here's the fucking... I don't know if this came through, but I'll, here's my Lady Luck opinions of, like, Quentin really loves Trickster. He's like, I based him off a Nazi. He's a con man. So he was always like, yeah, yeah. yo, Lady Luck, how do I feel like be cool like you? <laughs> Uh-huh, I hope yeah. that vibe came through. I'm like, uh-huh. no, definitely. Lord really Spider will also be good. Uh, but yeah, let's. let's I, see. I, I guess next... I gotta say, Ty, the the fucking like all stories are Nazi stories is the oh, final yeah. spider fact is a fucking ten out of ten. Mm-hmm. Just yep. perfect yep. bow on the package. Yep. It's almost like Ty is really 
fucking good at this. Yup. Yeah. Uh-huh. Fucking planned it. Because <laughs> like the initial escalation of the you know the mutagenic spider from Spider Man, and then into that, it's it's just perfect. You that nailed a- it so hard. I mean, the the thing about you, the Vanguard, is anything in Spider Man is like okay. At some point, I'm gonna hit the Cimmerillion. At some point, I'm just gonna get to mythic like legends and weird shit. Yeah. So it always had to end, I don't know, there. And then, like, yeah, I don't know, was... I think it ties the bow and, like, okay, well, now this character makes sense. I told yeah, you was... all an Anansi story, guys. I'm part, <laughs> we're part of the tradition, y'all. Yay. 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 And now you know a bunch of weird spider facts, so. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> all right, this next email comes in from Abby. Uh, hello, I have two questions for both Pop and Rock. Uh, number one, is there any scene, joke, or character moment you wanted to include but couldn't? We've probably touched on this a little bit, but is there anything else uh, that comes to mind for y'all? I wanted more uh, Ron. I mentioned it already, but yeah, I wanted more Carly Ron. That's it. I wish Abby and Sloane had a little more time together. I feel like their their the arc on their like romance kind of came to a peak pretty quick because you know we were pacing yeah. to the end. So I wish they had a little bit more time to interact with each other pre like falling for one another, but. Yeah. I still love it. Yeah, I, I'm a bastard, man. So the entire time for me with the Abby Sloan stuff, I was like, okay. The obvious thing to me is for this to just go really bad when they finally meet, right? And Luke, <laughs> you were very much like, no, no, it's going to be good. I'm Luke, like, okay. Luke, if I need you to understand <laughs> how hard I would have shattered if that's the hand I was going into the finale with. No, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Look, it's okay. You always have me. I love crying. I love being miserable. You have done this to me several times during this podcast. It's fine. <laughs> if you ever need to be cruel to someone, just turn to Fabi's character and be like, how can I destroy you today? Uh-huh. For the record, I, I also like being cruel, too. <laughs> I, Noted. I'm, <laughs> I'm actually gonna go go uh, hard in the in the opposite direction here. I some of you may have noticed that like Evil James was kind of a passive character for a lot of the season, and it turns out I'm not actually very good at playing a villain. Yeah, I don't actually like being mean to people. I, I like, yeah. I'm the same way in like any RPG where you can be a bad person. Just, I can't I can't be mean to the computer people. <laughs> oh, I have an answer. It was for the uh, Rock uh, 41 cameo. Uh-huh. Whichever one Laurel was on. I built yeah. that whole character around a specific combo of I was going to use mm-hmm. the move Cursed and then make Virginia <laughs> shoot one of her uh, friends. Yeah. No, we, we had. The episode was so good, by the way. Can we. Uh, can, Crystal and I had this whole battle plan cooked up that was uh-huh. great. Like, it was a good plan. And then Sarah ate shit in about five seconds. Yeah, it turned out the rock folks were saving all their good rolls for that episode. <laughs> like, Sarah, it was like that fucking JoJo, like, meme of, like, the three dudes just stomping someone. Uh-huh. <laughs> Sarah Dovin stabbed Chili once and then got murdered. To be fair, you did God. not just stab Chili. You impaled her and pinned her to the floor. That is a stab, Luke. God. I feel like it's a little more intense than a stab. So, Like, you're uh, not technically wrong, but even so. Alright, so I, I kind of spaced out a little bit. The question is, like, just things we wish we could have done? Something yeah, like that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, I This is going to sound really weird, 
but I I felt like I got a good amount of time in with both Evil James and with Strix. I kind of wish I'd have gotten to do more with Dirtbag Ron. Yeah. Uh, honestly. He showed yeah. up late. Well, he showed up yeah. late. Real late edition. But, now, yeah. I, I will say, though, real happy with how his reemergence sh- like worked out. I'm real fucking happy with the, the fucking... Uh, the drones and the recall role, and like I, that, I mean that that's kind of self congratulatory because like that was all yeah. that was all my shit. But like, no, I'm real fucking proud of that. That felt good to do. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. no, it was, it was good stuff. I, I think I, one of my biggest regrets is that that fucking person in your building still hasn't replaced the battery in their goddamn fire alarm. <laughs> it's like, still I, going. I, I think it's. I think it might be the one in the hallway. I think it might be the, the one that belongs to the landlord or something. Okay. God. That's, and like, yeah. yeah. There's. I can't do anything about it. I'm sorry. No. Uh, no. I'm not blaming you. I'm blaming whoever's fucking responsible for it. Yeah. Definitely. <laughs> Mike. Landlords. Mike. Go get a hammer. <laughs> God. Okay. Can I? Can I say what was the question again, real fast? Oh, just uh, what's the scene you wanted to include but uh, didn't get to? Uh, I think I kind of caught some of it in the epilogue, but it's like. The Neutral Milk Hotel stuff was really cool, but also Quentin didn't get to <laughs> talk to anyone else there. I was like, until like, oh, hey, yeah. there's a whole bunch of people here. And I didn't get to, you know, interact with, maybe form some bonds or anything. Yeah, but- yeah, that scene ended up kind of moving too quick. And we, we we had to, like, go back and record the uh, the mech pilot stuff because we wanted to make sure to get that in. But yeah, it just kind of... Move too quick for you to, to get in there. But I do want to say, fucking. Also, my favorite part was that, like, fucking that that all of that stuff was BB and James being evil, and like there was a point where I was like, okay, if James is being evil, I should like actually push back at him. I can't just stay at this naive level the whole time. Like, yeah. I should give him some. I should give him opportunities to be evil <laughs> and shitty. Or like, right. uh, I don't know. So that was I, also a thing I thought about was like. I should, like, push back a bit, or, like, I don't know. I, I think it was a cool arc this season. <laughs> yeah, I like the Quentin Evil James stuff this season a lot. I, like, I feel like we had, we, what we got was great, and I love it. Ty, I wish, like, we got to lean into the, like, blatant, like, shonen protagonist and olden, older, uh, like, older mentor dynamic with Sloane and Quentin, like, a whole, like, training episode or something. The, yeah. There is a version of this podcast in the City of Dreams where what we did, where BB convinced Sloan and also took Quentin and they left and left and left Anna and, uh, and James by themselves. And like, I would love to see that dynamic of like young shonen protagonist, Gressel Baron and the evil fuck who's there and they don't know she's there. <sighs> Cause I yeah. I would have I would say listened. speaking of Quentin loved BB it was like yo I'm down for your shit until the turn came so like that yeah could've hella worked yeah yeah that could have been speaking fun. of uh, dynamics between Quentin and a dirtbag I I'm I really loved that scene of like this, this sort of weird uh, bit in the neutral milk hotel of that that moment between Evil James and Quentin where like oh yeah no I love that he he like he's trying to teach Quentin like hey maybe you shouldn't be so trusting. Take it from me, an evil, manipulative asshole. Right. Good. But also, at the same time, he was trying to manipulate Quentin, or at least point him to be like, okay, but be on my side on this. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. It was Because he's so... He, I love him. He's a manipulative asshole to the end. I love yeah. that after season one, you know what Quentin gets stuck into? He gets to be an anime protagonist, but he's about a bunch of manipulative people. 
bunch of different and, yeah. and Sloan. <laughs> and adult yeah, figures. Yeah, yeah. Your, your classic inversion. Yeah. You gotta just mm-hmm. flip it on its head for the sequel. Next uh, email. Next email. Yeah. Well, next question, real quick. Uh, if you were the GM, what uh, what side universes would you have included for people to end up in? Uh, Lucha Universe. Yeah, re- yeah wrestling universe would have been fun 50s, for sure. Fifty, yeah. sixties uh, Mexican lucha uh, movie universe. So like uh-huh. fighting uh, mummies and Frankenstein and vampires. Uh, and uh, wrestling is real because that's how it works in those movies. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, so we we kept, we wound up not doing it because uh, it, it would have been just like we we had other shit we wanted to do. But I was initially kind of enamored with the idea of everybody else playing animals in fucking Strix's like weird children's storybook forest universe. Great. Yes. Yeah. 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 In my mind, that's where Beastersa comes from. <laughs> Alright, this next email comes in wait, from wait, wait, Lucas. Wait, 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 yeah, we did get oh, everybody. Sorry. I'm sorry. What was, what was the question again? Sorry. If you had been the GM, yeah. Quentin, what universe would you have sent people to? Oh, what I had a good answer for this. Like, I put them all in the epilogue where I'm like, hey, there's a side story. It's like, what if there was like a really like an AU where Quentin is just really into trading cards, but it's like really shown in an intense Oh, sure. Yeah. Just full-on Yu-Gi-Oh. Yeah, yeah. There's yeah. that happening. And, like, what if he was, like, a mech pilot? What if this was, like, really was, like, dug into social dynamics at a Ren Fair and, like, all the, like, yeah. the culture of, like, your prestige series of him, you know. So those, those were uh-huh. my AUs of, like, hey, you know, it's, I'm done with Quentin. Make your stories. That's, those are my right, AUs. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, how about you, Chris? I would have set uh, an episode in the Electronic Entertainment Expo with a villain who had video game powers... And the heroes have to use their gamer knowledge to defeat him. <laughs> Fuck. Um, I never know how much of this is a bit. This is not a bit. I know, I, I've known Crystal long enough to, that is not a bit. <laughs> it will be fun. You uh, terrify me. Powers. I, but also the <laughs> fact that it's not a bit is part of the bit. <laughs> Uh, the the magic the magic of being friends with Crystal is that the line between what is and isn't a bit is incredibly thin and arguably isn't not existent. Yeah. Um. <laughs> for I I think it would have been really fun to like if there was some like if somehow Sloane got like a second house or like we got to like you know see and hers ended up being like a very low-key cozy coffee shop au like Uh fanfic like everyone's just happy and content and boring right one day we should play the game coffee shop au where it's like a gmless diceless game Mm -hmm. where you're just in a coffee shop and you there's things that happen i I love a good cozy coffee shop au story yeah yeah, hell yeah! Let's, let's, let's do that. You know, let's let's put it let's put it down. That's that's yeah, that's throw it on the list. I will yeah, love to grab play bag that. content. Yeah. All right. Now our next email comes in from Lucas. Uh, was it decided that Young Quentin and BB would be direct incarnations of the originals at first, or was that up in the air for a while? Um, it definitely wasn't right out of the gate. We decided that, but it was I know relatively when early on. it was for was mine. I know when exactly it was for for BB. Oh, when? Um. It's when I when I did the role, right? Because when you faked reason, it, and I said, "Hey, wouldn't it be fucked up if actually that was true?" Yeah, because after we finished that, you were like, "Oh yeah, if you had succeeded in that role, that I got a mixed success. If you had gotten the twelve, then yeah, BB would be Ursa, and she had forgotten she was Ursa, right? And it was like this part of her 
screaming, trying to reach out. Yes. And I was like, yes, dad, it's sad. I love it. <laughs> uh, and that's that's where all of that, Hala Ursula, all of that came from uh, Luke being like, well, if you had succeeded, this fun thing would have happened. <laughs> oh, what are the fun thing to happen? What, what, yeah. Then, yeah, Ty, you and me were just like not really sure what to do with like, okay, original Quentin is out there somewhere. We got to decide what where he is and what he's up to. Oh, hey, what if he's just the Quentin you're playing? Yeah, I like that. I like that it was last minute because I often seeing what BB was playing off of it and like that stuff kind of came to the head. Yeah. I love the arc of like the, the BB stuff and like Quentin being like, oh, am I being replaced? And like this other cool Quentin's going to replace me? Because like, I don't know. Um, not to get big ideas about Quentin, but like a lot of early season one Quentin is like. I'm depressed. I'm going to pull away from everyone. I'm going to be really cynical. And then right. the other was, you know, young Quentin is like, okay, all that anxiety focused outward in like in a manic way. Um, and it was kind of like feeling that like, okay, like, you know, the, the what is the worry? Like that you're going to become a, an asshole, that you're going to yeah, become yeah. shitty. That's, I don't know. I think that was fun. But that only yeah, happened God. like right in there. Right. But, I love yeah, that. I liked that. Quentin and Ursa and all their different versions are like weird mirrors to each other of like dealing with anxiety and wanting to be liked and wanting to be accepted and like then using people it, like I I love those two like they're just cool friends I always like when we got to do their friends hanging out scenes yeah and it, it, it kind of ties to something we touched on earlier a, a surprising amount of stuff like even if there's something we talk about in advance off air, it's usually like during that week between the previous session mm-hmm. and the one we're about to do. Yeah, like, we do I, not plan far in advance. Very little of it gets planned more than like two weeks in advance. The uh, last half of Sega Two was so stressful. I was like, "There's so many plot lines. <laughs> I can't." We are spinning so many head. fucking plates. Oh my god! <sighs> yeah, anybody that like has the GM I mean, notes uh, and looks at them will know that I like near the end of pop. I was like, "Okay, here is an itemized list of every subplot we've got dangling in the air." There's like 25 on this list, and we have three episodes to get through them all. Here we go. <laughs> and you know what? We got through them all. We did. Yeah. Did. <laughs> uh. And uh, Lucas had some other questions, but we've covered them already. So moving on to our next email from Brian Stapleton. Uh, <gasps> hey, all. Thanks for putting together such an amazing show. I only started listening around the, sa- the time season two launched, but in the month since then, the show has been a constant joy in my life, despite having absolutely zero context for Persona or JJBA. I've been able to share it with friends and even get into an idol on campaign of my own. It's Scott-themed because we're four-digit IQ brain geniuses. Uh, which... That would be a really cool idea, Scott-themed campaign. Yeah, that's yeah. fun. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, which is probably the first time I've managed to get into a TTRPG game since, well, a long damn time, considering the state of things. Uh, not to drag on, but congrats on finishing Pop and Rock, and best wishes going into the future of the show. I do actually have questions, though, so if you want to skip reading this preamble, I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> I love that you read the part about skipping it, though. <laughs> yeah, calling you the fuck out, Brian. No. <laughs> Be nice. <laughs> Uh, let's see. How long in advance do you have the shape of the finale arc planned, and how much of this do the players know was coming? Michael's Nest of Realities, the Infinite Chaos, the City of Dreams, etc. Was all that something you came up with together earlier in the season, or were there any ideas Luke pitched to the group? How authored were some of those finale episodes, and how much was improv? Did anything go differently than expected? So, 
Um, the broad strokes of the City of Dream stuff was mostly a me and Maxi thing, because uh, that was like Sabrina was very involved with that. The infinite nested house stuff. Um, I don't think I told anybody about it in advance, other than Molly. I you think they didn't tell us shit. Oh, did I tell you, no. Crystal? Huh. Crystal, good job yeah. keeping quiet. Oh, right, I needed to tell you because you were the new Teoth, so you kind of needed to have an idea about how it worked. So you could play yeah, into it. Yeah, because the rest of us, I believe, we didn't know until we got And I also yeah. was having trouble understanding what you were doing during the episode. It's I was, yeah. I was like, no, yes, I love this. More. Let's spend eight episodes going through different realities. Yes, time loops. Yes, please. The most I gave y'all was uh, (laughs) shortly before we recorded Pop 43. I was like, hey, uh, put some thought into what your character would have been like if they were on rock instead of pop. (laughs) That's what what I did for you. Jawbreaker, Ursula, I love you. I miss you. (laughs) I hope you're doing good. (laughs) She's doing just fine. Uh, Honestly, even so... I, I will say, despite despite the the uh, the forewarning, I still like kind of left like uh, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. fucking jawbreaker James to the last second. I just went fuck. I don't know ants. Sure, ants. <laughs> right. Yeah. Why not? <laughs> um, the infinite Michael Ass in general was an idea that I sort of had in the back of my head for most of season two, but I was really waffling on whether I wanted to pull the trigger on it because. It was kind of complicated and kind of confusing, and I didn't know if that was a good thing to drop at the 11th fucking hour. Um, honestly, the main reason I went through with it was because I needed... <laughs> there was also complicated, confusing Michael stuff in the last season with the pyramids and the magic ritual and shit. But because he got turned into a house, I never got a chance to do any exposition about how that worked or what was even going on. So I needed a good way to backfill that exposition so it made sense. Stories are magic. Yeah, uh, <laughs> a, a harsh lesson uh, that Luke needed to learn uh, is that he he can write all the villain soliloquies in the world and all the all the fucking monologues he can he, oh, until he's blue in the face. It doesn't matter if we the players just decide to tell the villain to go fuck themselves and walk away. Yep. None of you will ever let me do a cool villain monologue. Absolutely not. I would. Unless I edit it in and post. <laughs> have I? I feel I've been pretty good with my monologue. No, no, you have. It's it's honest. It's mostly Zoe. Yeah. <laughs> why is why why is this episode this way? <laughs> season three. Gonna, you can throw all the monologues in our group. I'm gonna go ahead and put put this Me, down. Iris, Mike, and Ty. All the monologues in there. No, Maxie does it. Listen, I'm not actually mad about it. It's I just know like, you're not. Ah, shit. Well, but um, also, there's a reason that I, Maxie, and I both agree that Harvey and Sloan are best friends. Right. <laughs> Yeah, that, that actually is... That well, is, gotta work this three paragraphs of world building in some other way, I guess. That actually does kind of uh, tie into something that happened during the finale a little bit, because I saw some fan reactions of like, man, Michael gave this whole speech about his whole dang plan in, in Virginia's head, and, and Virginia didn't say anything to the rest of the crew. It's because Luke and Molly went back and recorded that in post, because none of us would let Michael get a word in edgewise during the big house scene. Uh-huh. <laughs> we all hate the, the house man. The house man sucks. Felt good to kill him. Yeah, listen, he I agree, he sucks. 
Uh, but yeah, it, the, and the way we decided to justify that was Virginia's going through a lot, and it, it kind of tracks that she would just kind of decide to keep that to herself and not, um, you know, mm-hmm. she bottled it up. Uh, but yeah, I don't know. Again, very little gets, like, hard planned out more than a couple weeks at most. <laughs> um, and yeah, and then, like, for the rest of the finale, like, I came up with the lineup for the Teoth fights and the general idea of what the Teoths were gonna be, and then... <sighs> should I talk here about what the original ending was, or should I save that for Rock? Yeah, no, we should do it now. Okay. Mm-hmm. I have said before tonight already... Uh, I kind of like it when stuff goes sadder or more melancholy, and I like endings that are ambiguous and, like, leave you room to be like, well, hold on, what happened? I gotta, I gotta puzzle it out. You're trying to be a Mother uh, 3 out here. Yeah, <laughs> fucking I fucking Sopranos ass. <laughs> so, my initial idea for the ending, uh, was that we were, we would have a, before the final fight, a flash forward that had some of the types of scenes we saw in the epilogue. It would not be half as long as that, but we would see, you know, the main cast all happy in their lives, doing what they want, you know, everything is great. And then we would cut back to the present, and we would have the big Teoth fight, and it would start to turn out that... Um, it would almost start to seem like maybe that projected happy ending wasn't going to happen. Because killing Teoth would involve, um... This was also before I came up with the idea that Teoth and Lady Luck were, like, humans, ever. Uh, the original idea was they were, like, magical beings, and the only way to truly and well, like, fully kill off Teoth was to erase magic from the universe. And that decision would get made, and the immediate upshot of that is that Virginia dies, and Ursula dies, and Chili can't talk anymore... And the undertow is just wiped away, all the multiverse is gone, and it's just one normal universe that is, like, mundane, and there's no magic in it. And it would have been similar to the opening of Rock 45, although would not have gone that hard with how sad it was. (laughs) And the idea would be that as we're going through that, there would be a point where, like, the characters would decide to reject the idea that this is the best ending they can get. Uh, the, the metaphor I was using was they got the neutral ending to the JRPG, and they would, through some means I hadn't planned out yet, but, you know, we would figure something out, would set out to do things right and get their friends they lost back, and the it, and we would end with them like going off into the night to do this as everything will be all right, like kicks in and the implication would be that they make that happy ending we saw in a flash forward actually happen but we would not actually see if they succeeded or not and i pitched that to molly and she was on board with it i pitched it to the rest of the rock folks and they revolted (laughs) yeah and if you had i would have driven down to texas with a baseball bat (laughs) honestly I think at that point, I remember you pitching it, and I was like, that just sounds like you're setting up a season three of Pop It really does. In (laughs) which we can do, but also, like, I feel these characters need to have the clean ending. Mm -hmm. And by clean, I mean eight hours or however long (laughs) the episode is. Yeah. Uh, But, like, 
Like, I, it would be fun if we could did another season of this mundane people figuring shit out, but oh, yeah, sure. yeah, we were already, we were at the end. I think you could do a third season. I, my full intention was, no, we just leave it there and we, we leave it with the assumption they succeed, but we'll never know because we're done with them. I, so, yeah, my, my thing with that is am, ambiguous melancholy endings work great for like, scripted content mm-hmm. where you planned sure. all the symbolism out and it's all metered but like a tabletop campaign where we're all making dick jokes all the time like <laughs> it, it doesn't it, it doesn't quite it yeah it, 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 it wouldn't feel good to not end it on like if not a positive note at least like a, a definitive note of some kind luke sure, i that, that's just me luke i want you to realize that if this is the path if this is where reality the branch happened you would uh-huh. have had to metaphorically look me in the eyes <laughs> the weekend of my breakup being at rock bottom and give me a fucking melancholy, ambiguous ending to work through. <laughs> what, 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 what? It told me not to pull punches. And that, guess what? If you did that, I would have died. I would have, you, you would have to cut out 30 minutes of me just sobbing. <laughs> what, what, what I learned from this answer is uh, I know how we fall in the hierarchy of fucking questions about the ending of oh well I'll tell Molly and then I'll tell Rock Crew and Pop finds <laughs> <laughs> favorite. That's okay, Molly it tells me then. <laughs> and then no, I told Molly. I told Molly first because it involved this killing off her big character. Plot decision. We can't let those idiots in pop anywhere. Yeah, it also involved killing off Ursa. Well, also, I talked to Molly about Idol on shit a lot because we do design sessions and shit together. I know. Because I told her it, it's so spread, and I also would need to talk to Maxi about doing the song. So it's spread to telling the rock people, and then I, it got vetoed hard before I ever had the chance to bring it up to y'all. Mm. No, no, it's fine. I'm, I'm, I'm we just know how saying. it is. Yeah. You know, Rock's what you're here for. And, and like, yeah, I mean, like, I've been, I've been saying for... You've got to slog through to understand the finale. I've been saying for two years that Rock is the A show and Pop is the B show, and now we know it's real. No, 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 listen, here's what it was. The bill died in the House, so it never made it to the Senate, which is obviously oh, the we're more the prestigious Senate Oh, no, we're the Senate. That's the most insulting wow. thing here's, here's my thing with that ending. The part that I would have vetoed is the, I, the idea that we could have fixed it. Uh-huh. God, <laughs> God! Yeah, no, this checks out. Crystal! Now that tracks, that tracks. That's like wisp of hope and stepped on it. Why don't they get in here? Now, that's, yeah, see, that's, that's Crystal living her truth right there. Separate y'all based on who's good with going sad for the ending and who's not, and not make two campaigns that interweave, Team and then we can get maximum fluffy. sad over there, baby. Yeah. Turns out the only way that you could have not got the neutral ending is uh, talk to Stapleton. Oh well, he's dead now. He fucked up. <laughs> oh, you didn't. Do, oh wait, you didn't do the gambler plot. Oh, you're fucked. <laughs> no, you you didn't do the Sue quest. You didn't do the menagerie quest. You're you have fucked. to play so many rounds of fucking blackjack with the gambler to unlock the true <laughs> ending. Look, we straight up told you that you get the good ending by changing the world through song, and you fuckers ignored it. <laughs> and you did the seasons. minions instead. <laughs> Who picks the minions? <laughs> We put that in as a joke ending. It's like the fucking like dog from uh, UFO uh, ending, fucking yeah. Silent Hill. Yeah. God. Uh, all right, you're gonna try to move quickly and get some Next a, a few more of these banged out before we need to call it a night. Uh, again, I'm sorry to everyone that you know we got a lot of emails. Uh, let's see. Six what was your favorite hours, alternate baby. universe that appeared during the season? We had kind of covered that already. Yeah. 
Yeah. Uh, for Mike, Fabi, and Ty, how long was the Metatron reveal in the works? We covered that not long at all. Yeah. <laughs> if you can listen uh, to those episodes, I feel there's a part where I'm like, should I punch him yet? No. Should I punch him? No. <laughs> Wait. I guess, okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. I do, I do think, uh, kind of talking about the Metatron thing, and I, I do I do feel like I still could have done a better job with that reveal. I uh, Even more to the point, I kind of failed to make clear that once he got hooked up to the thing, he immediately started getting the data. Because, like, if you if you don't catch that, it sounds like I, my character just knows shit he shouldn't know. Like, yeah, about you know. what the deal with Quentin yeah. is and, like, what, what Beelzebub's doing and all that shit. Sure. I hear ya. Uh, question for me about Pop. I've uh, still got an hour and a half left in the finale, so maybe this will come up, but did we ever see what happened to the Stapletons after the Vengabus episode? I have a soft spot for that weirdo for obvious reasons. Uh, we did not ever see the Stapletons again after the Vengabus episode. Um, if we... You know, it, in a world where we had more time in, like, the neighborhood core and stuff, we would have heard more about, like... The same way they were using the white room to fart out uh, Joanna's. You know, they're farting out Stapletons to uh, turn into public transit. Um, one of those is probably the original Stapleton. Oh, Who yeah. can say which? They're probably... I don't know if they probably... They're definitely doing a lot better these days now that they're not, like, emaciated, embedded into buses that have been, like, produced from them. Yeah, fine. I remember when we all collectively realized that we left Stapleton behind. We were just like, uh-huh. oh, <laughs> and then shit. I had to go back and record the, the code, like, yeah. hello? Anybody there? There was a lot going down that episode. <laughs> there sure was. We, you were originally going to do a coda and ask us for extra characters that interacted with Stapleton in that episode, and then you were like, no, nah, this is too long. Yeah, it was just... Imagine if we had yeah, that, that's too much effort to record. I will just record some narration. <laughs> Uh, our next email comes in from a, a different Abby than the first one. <laughs> Hell yeah. Uh, this show, this fucking show. <laughs> Agreed. Idol on Playtest means the world to me, and I can't emphasize enough how much better my life has been yeah. since listening to it. It's brought me closer to so many friends and pushed me to be better and better at art. Thank you all so much. This is the Abby that, you know, gives us a bunch of rad fucking fan art all the time. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah. Oh, so so many. You're the best. I feel so fucking... It's, it's the weird. coolest feeling in the world. Uh, yeah. Every time I'm depressed, I play that Reese's yeah. Puff uh, <laughs> CPR misery with the BB Ursula and Young Ursula, and I just I'm just happy again. <laughs> uh, I have one question specifically for Zoe and Ty. One for everyone. Uh, everyone, was there a direction you originally intended to take a character that ended up going a different way? Didn't we? Did, I thought we answered yeah, that I one. Yeah, I, I think yeah. we pretty much hit that. hit that one. Uh, Zoe and Ty, did either of you originally consider playing evil versions of Quentin and Sloane at the beginning of season two, or would that have been too much like season one? <sighs> yeah, I mean, like evil Sloane. I've been there, done that. Like, uh, yeah, kind we kind of, of saw bit. evil Quentin and evil Sloane already. Yeah, that's kind of the bit there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They got better. They got better. <laughs> they got better. <laughs> they became the best selves. Uh, yeah. Uh, Becky sent in another email here. Oh, boy. Uh, one quick question about the last pop rock scene, which Zoe and Iris narrated instead of Luke. Were they recorded separately or uh, were they recorded separately from Luke just to add one final group shot of each of the groups? Or was it a decision as players and GM to have it presented differently? Uh, so we, when we sat down to record the finale, we got through the end of the Teoth fight and we were like, Oh my god, this took us like three hours to record. 
Here, this episode's not coming out for over a month. Why don't we call it a night here? Because it's late and we're tired. And uh, everybody can just get together on their own time and record epilogue scenes. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, if there's so an if you don't hear me don't, on one yeah. of the epilogues, it's because I wasn't there. Yeah, yeah. They're so good. All the epilogues y'all recorded are so good. By the way, um, yeah. The um the and specifically the question like you know because we narrate. I I want to say like we. I, I know I told the crew that Sloan was going to have baby Riley there. Um, and I think we maybe had like one or two, but for the most part, we all, that was all entirely on the spot. Like we, yeah, yeah basically like that. Narr- I was worried I was going to fuck up the narration real bad. I was real happy. That I was like, Oh cool. That worked out. Yeah. None of, none of us knew like what the others were bringing to that scene. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Yeah, if you if all our reactions to uh, Lore's whole deal yeah. is legit, <laughs> and like we haven't heard of it, like what? Forgive me, not what, yeah, what Crystal. Happened? You really swung for the fences in the best fucking <laughs> yeah. way. I love that, like Quinn's like, okay, what's going on? And then I listen to the epilogue, and I'm like, Alex had a whole journey out here. <laughs> <We're> just- yeah. <laughs> Yeah, the the audience already knows like most of Lord's shit by the point we're like, what? Yeah, the we fuck had no idea. Uh, the pop up blog was recorded before the stuff with Virginia. Also, mm-hmm. that's also great. Cool. Yeah. Uh, I I do want to say, uh, Ty, I'm so glad you rolled with it when I fucking sprung the DBZ box set on you. I was like, this just <laughs> feels like a thing Quentin would do, right? This feels right. It feels full yeah. circle to, like, Quentin realizing he's the anime protagonist. Yeah. yeah. That was, also, that was just... Uh... I, I kind of dropped it later, but early in the season, Quentin makes a bunch of references to other things, because, like, in the first season, we would make references to, like, Chalkso and other stuff, and I think, no, Quentin's just gonna, like, make a bunch of anime references <laughs> and get it out of my system. So, like, that coming back at the end was, like, bow, bow tie on the... Yeah, I think it's up yeah, I mean, you you gave us plug suit Quentin. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, fuck. Yeah, you did. Uh, I can't wait here. to see, like, what fucked up things we do to the next universe we occupy. Oh, boy. <laughs> no, it's gonna be nice and normal. Uh, all right. Our next email comes in from Sarah. Uh, let's see. This one is for Pop. Um, not sure if this question is allowed because it references the GM notes. But what was the deal with Salafiel Anastasia? It seems like she was meant to be a part of things, namely the flashback episode, until pretty late in the process. Relator, are there any other angels you would have wanted to include or feature more? I had to really dig into my memory to remember who, who the, the fuck, fuck is that? Anastasia. I remember her. I, I believe her. in the GM notes, uh, she was written out to be um, the angel in charge of guarding the heart of glass. I Yeah, I've never heard that name before. I don't know I don't who think that it is. It comes up on the show at all. If I remember I think correctly, it came up uh, when, in the call. When our characters. Once. Uh, went to the doors that like e- had each of the angels' names on them. You're right. Believe- the yes. last door you initially told us the name of the last angel, and then like you like mentally corrected and said, "Actually, that plate is gone, and now it just says Joanna." And yes. we're just like, "Okay, what? I, I guess this will come up later." And it never yeah. did. <laughs> no, no, no. So yeah, Salafiel was just going to be the one in charge of guarding the heart of glass. I I had a cool power in mind for her at the time, but it is. Been too long. I don't remember. That what was it like is. a year ago. 
<laughs> yeah. Uh, and yeah, Joanna wasn't ever meant to be linked to her. That was just me swapping out a different detail. Because the idea was that the door was Baraki Alzida, who was Joanna's dad, and his name got removed and replaced with her. Oh. Because he yeah. retired and like he never came up again. He could have, but he didn't. <laughs> Joanna's other name. Yeah, if Harvey had gone out. into the Lightroom, I think. I quit. Sorry, I kind of spoke over that. What did, what did you say, Crystal? Don't don't worry about it, Mike. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, Joanna is the true JoJo. Uh, yeah, I don't think I ever came up with a saint name for Joanna because technically she's not an angel either, and I figured I justified that because she's a weird like, she's not an angel like directly. She's like a she's like a creation, she's a child of an angel, which is weird. Um, yeah, I don't know. Listen, I didn't come up with the angel dating scheme when I came up with Joanna. Uh, let's see. Um, do 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 Trying to see. Uh, do the other one-off characters in Pop 40 have Eidolons? And if so, what were they? Just my type was hilarious, and I'm desperate to know more pistachio uh, Pistachio's lore. Eidolon is Kiss from a Rose, and has the power to turn anything she kisses into roses. Hell yeah. Hey, what, what's Pistachio up to now? Well, Pistachio died saving a Miller Demon's life, but of course in the Eidolon universe, oh, death no, no, no. is not exactly a permanent thing. No, so I think right. uh, uh, her psychic residue is at the Slime Ranch. Hell yeah. Great. Good for Pistachio. <laughs> now she's Walnut. Nice. Uh, I just, I'm just going to throw out there. So I had a very specific motivation between bringing back Kenny and, and naming his Eidolon just my type. And it's uh, it was the announcement of the Eidolon playlist, uh, like, bonus podcast, and the realization that, like, I had made zero effort to name any Eidolons after music I actually liked. And I was like, oh, Jesus, I'm not going to get to, like... I like the, the the only exception was like feel good ink that Luke handed me and I was like yeah that I you know I like the girls I love the gorillas yeah but it's like man I haven't I haven't inserted any music I like and it's just like just my type is uh it, it it's by Saint Motel it's just good literally song. my favorite song it's a good yeah, song and I just uh I just reverse engineered like okay what weird side character could have that fit it's like oh yeah onion ring pervert sure let's go. <laughs> Yeah, I was listening to a lot of Kim Petras around that time, so that's why there's three Kim Petras Eidolons. Uh, Bear Ursa has uh, I Don't Want It At All, uh, Lucha Ursa has uh, Hard To Break, and Ara has, um, oh, I can't remember, uh, the one with Elvira whose name is escaping me. I'm... Turn off the light, turn off the night. I'm truly happy that Kim Petra's new album hadn't come out by the time, because the, the BBs you would have made <laughs> with <laughs> Slut Pop would have been <laughs> truly something to behold. I, that's my hearing, my learning disc uh, for the first time. Wait, did you not know? Like, yeah, her new album I is like a I did not know that was album. the name of it. I'm weird with music. I binge one artist and I move to the next, and I don't touch the other artist until I come back in rotation, basically. Um, so, like, no, fuck. Yeah, it's it's Change literally everything. called we slut pop. We need to restart. <laughs> BB starts with slut pop. We're, no, we need to redo this whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> Is it too late? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> fuck. 
I'm legit sad. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Uh, uh, let's see. I was, uh, I... I was just gonna add. Uh, Qu- Spider Quentin says last call. Uh, there's one I think. Uh, either the rooster or last call for those two. Those were one-off characters, so I did to come up with side lots for. Them. But those were the songs yeah, I would have put yeah. for. Them. Yeah. Uh huh. <laughs> there's a. There's uh, a. Hold on. I. I. Because I. I have to inflict this anguish with an audience. Hey, Fabby. There's a song on Slut Pop called Throat Goat. Fuck this shit. <laughs> I no ah. Uh, <laughs> Can we do pop again? So what does that mean? I don't get it. Uh, it's about oral sex. Oh, I see. Yeah, I heard it's about Nancy oh, Reagan. I it actually, was about a cute. No, it's it's about Nancy Reagan because she sucked off a lot of dudes. All right, I fuck that off, Nancy Reagan. Yeah. Let's move on. Let's Fu- move on. Well, I know what. <laughs> I know this is my revenge for the, the other hour forty be. of this podcast. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Anyway, I'm just thinking of, of all the to the bins. Anyway, uh, our next email comes in from Pixel. I think we've covered a lot of this already, but let's. Hey, Pixel. Yeah. Uh, for the pop crew, some moments got pretty intense emotionally. Did you ever need to distance yourself from the game to recover? <laughs> Uh, yeah. Yeah. Like, as much as I enjoy playing BB, w- whenever I would do truly horrible shit, I would end the, the call and be like, hey, is everyone okay? Is everyone okay? I didn't yeah. fuck up, right? I didn't, I didn't cross a line, right? Is everything mm-hmm. cool? I, I just, I'm gonna disconnect and go talk to my girlfriends in a group call and they're gonna tell me it's gonna be okay. I'll see y'all later. Yeah. Um, Luke left because l- I was like, "Oh, I'm hurting people," and which is not a thing I like to do. A, a little bit uh, of it got so. left in the show, but there was a lot of like, "Hey, yo, was that too far? Are you good?" Kind of mm-hmm. yeah. going on. Yeah, yeah. In general, I cut that because you know wanted to give it like the right dramatic pacing. But now mm-hmm. and then, I I decided to leave it in just to, like to to assure the audience that we were doing that. You know, <laughs> um, yeah. I like I did okay. Like I choked up a few times, but like that kind of played in the scene. Um, well. Um, until the finales, and then I had to take breaks. Yeah, yeah you you walked away during. Part I walked of the away finale. for a while for parts of the finale. Yeah. I wa- Which is the fair. the BB sad universe one really fucking got me. I had to, yeah, it really did hit me like. Mm. I'm really I hitting was, close to home on this. Oh, I was meaning to, huh? Yo, yo, I was weeping off mic. I, y- yeah. My original plan was closer to to Iris's Christina stuff. Of like detransitioned Ursula or something like really gut punchy, but then look was like, oh, Iris is doing a similar thing. Why don't you do this this more breakup thing? And I was like, are you sure? <laughs> is so he gonna be okay? I, I double checked with yeah. I, I told you yeah. not to pull any punches, and it worked. Like I I stand by that. I was I was like three times like okay. Yeah. I know you said don't pull any punches, but yeah, I stand by that. I would rather me cry off mic a whole bunch versus compromising the story we were trying to tell. Can I say y'all was real good on all the emotional stuff and like and there there was like parts of myself where I was like I cannot be this emotionally vulnerable. <laughs> I was like I was, I'm glad you know Quentin. This is just an upbeat Quentin that's anxious. Quentin, fuck. But Ty, I called you Quentin. Uh, Ty, I loved all the times Quentin and and Ursa had like emotional like get yourself in the game, yeah. get your head out of of your ass moments like. 
That's just good. That's just good. You're good to roleplay oh with. God, I hope these stuff that stuff hits is like I'm always like I'm hoping I'm bringing the right energy here. Hope not too intense. So like yeah. Tight kind of you. Seeing everyone seeing you all has made me more willing to like push. I look. I I love all of you. Pop has been a delight. You're all incredible people to play and create and just do this. Ty, you are my favorite person to do stuff with on this show. He's like, you are so much fucking fun. Thank you. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. As far as emotional acquaintances, um, the scene with Needle Mouse I thought was really good. Yeah, it was so good. Was that good? Oh my god, I was like, it was no, that, so that good. Was fantastic. Clinton, yes. you're good. I was editing that episode and be like, oh fuck, we made a good one this time. This time, oh, oh, yeah, <laughs> most all the other times. <laughs> also, can I just say for that part, I so there were the parts in season one and the first half of season two where like, I don't get enough scenes with Crystal. So I love that towards the end there, I have like four crystals I'm playing off of. Uh huh. <laughs> Even though that was rude, I was like, okay, cool, cool. I get to, like, catch up with all these characters, but that was great. Yeah. Um, I, I'm kind of starting to skim through these because we're going long, and I want to try to hit as much <laughs> as we can. Uh, this question's from an email from Aaron, who says, Questions to players, what were some of your theories about where this arc was leading prior to the Michaelverse reveal? Nothing. I didn't theorycraft about shit. <laughs> None. <laughs> yeah, I just rolled with it. Uh, I, I mean, you've been setting up for a long time that Teoth and Lady Luck were humans in some capacity. Oh, no, I wasn't. <laughs> you ran into that by yourself. The original you idea with Teoth and Lady Luck that I was hinting at was not that they were humans, but that they were human inventions. Uh, oh, right, that, right, right. Yeah, the idea was that, like, Lady Luck thought of herself as a god that was, like, as old as the universe. But really, she is, like a collective unconscious conception of a god that's as old as the universe, and she doesn't exist without humans. And then, right near the end, I was like, hey, wait, if I'm not gonna get to do my sad bullshit ending, I should come with something different for Lady Luck. Hey, hold on, what if I made her fucking Holly and, uh, Jenny? That that was very much, uh, a, a fandom influencing the, uh, the world. Oh, yeah! Move. Like, that's just a, how that is hard. Rexy just fucking. That's Rexy with Rexy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I will say, I will say props to, to Rexy for a lot. Thrones. Like, the her, her drawings of the characters have supplanted how the characters looked in my mind. In, <laughs> like, in a lot of ways. But, like, yeah, no, that was. that Just going completely hard on the paint for Bomb Skull and mm. just being like, well, oh, okay, yeah. we gotta. Let's, let's we gotta do pay it. this off. Now, I, I am worried this is going to create people in season three being like, "All right, if I, I have to go hard on a thing, and then it'll <laughs> right, be canon in the show." Bad behavior. Do it. I'm saying do it if it's good. Yeah, Listen, if your fan is good enough, like we can it, say, no, do it. I, I like the thing about a podcast with a fandom is like this. You know, where it is, it's a conversation. It yeah. exists in yeah. a space. Yeah. I'm like, oh no, that's cool. Oh yeah, totally. Yeah, I I legitimately think people who change their plans just because fans figure it out are like the worst cowards in the world. Fuck you. Yeah. If 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 you're not letting yourself be part of that creation conversation with fans, then like what why the fuck are you creating? Yeah. Go write in a notebook for yourself, hey, motherfucker. Wow, <laughs> radical hot take. Uh if if the audience figures out where you're going with the story, it means you constructed the story good. I, yeah, no, yeah. I, I, the idea that oh we have to swerve on them because they figured it out is the dumbest shit in the world. I, yeah. But also, Ooh. I simply will not plan anything in advance, so you can't call what I'm doing. 
I um. Three times. Uh, I, That's fucking mm. fourth dimensional chess right there. Speaking as someone who is a professional fiction writer, uh-huh. um, I agree it. that changing plans because a fan figured it out sucks. Don't do that. Just tell the story. Yeah. But I yeah. also think there is a not that our fans would do it. Our fans are wonderful. Yeah, yeah. Fucking genuinely, the community in that Discord is outrageous. Um, there is absolutely a problem with people going like, well, I have this theory. I want this theory to be true. I'm going to yell about it. And if it doesn't happen, I'm mad that it didn't happen. So. Totally. It's also a much yeah, different thing when you have, though. like, several dozen fans versus and No, no, 100%. Fans. Like I said, our community, yeah. beautiful, yeah, no. perfect. I love you. And also, like, that, like, there are people who had theories that didn't happen and, like, they weren't asked about it, and I'm sure if they were, we would have kicked them out. Like, Fabi, I was more commenting on the go write in your journal about it. <laughs> no, go write in your fucking journal. If you're not listening to fans, you fucking suck. Ah! I'm, I'm kidding. <laughs> no, yeah, I, or am I? The, I was at the end of the day. We're telling the... the sorry, go sorry, ahead, Ty. I want to know the, the urge, the, the gremlin in me, when you said, we love our fans, they're all perfect. My urge would be like, except just that one... <laughs> you know, you, y'all know who we're talking. It's just being like a random name on the Discord, there, so, except no, you. Great. <laughs> no, yeah. Uh, no, yeah. I, I would say we are telling the story we want to tell. Mm-hmm. And if you introduce an idea that we want to tell, then we, then we'll we will tell use it. the idea. Yeah. 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 But yeah, it's. it's we're, like, we're, ooh, we're, that's we're, good. We're satisfying ourselves first and anyone else second. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm in a weird place, too, where I feel like I've got two audiences because I am. First and foremost, trying to entertain y'all and then entertain the listeners as, like, a side effect of that. Mm-hmm. Which is, it gets into a weird place where, like, argue, like, part of what I was trying to do this season was let y'all in more on, like, long-term planning stuff. And, like, okay, where do you want this character arc to go? What do you want to do with this? Um, because I did want to make sure this was a, a collaborative thing. But it's also, it's a tough balance between, like, I want us all to work on this together... But also, I do want the fun of springing surprises on you. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Yeah. Ooh, I think we hit that. Um, but I'm yeah, let me see if there was anything though. else. Um, uh, here's a uh, email from Spark Young Upstart. Oh, uh, Tanner. Sorry, that's that's what they asked to be called. Uh, did James get back into bugs, or he more about birds now? Oh, jeez. Birds eat bugs. I think he's just kind of doing shit with the slime ranch at this point. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, if you want to talk about slimes, yeah, yeah. I mean, if you want to talk about into bugs, I don't know. I I saw some folks talk about like I don't know, Strix and Cirquet doing doing something. I don't know, maybe. Uh, will Quentin ever try and strike things up again with Caroline or anyone, or is he committed to working on himself for now on? We talked about like I was I was editing the finale. I was like. Ah, shit, we really should have done a Caroline Quentin scene, fuck. Okay, y'all want me to be real with this one? Yeah, go I for it. be real with this one. <sighs> there was a, I don't know, a lesson I had to learn when growing up is that, like, sometimes closure means leaving people that say, like, hey, leave me alone. Alone? Mm-hmm, <laughs> so there was, totally. like, very much a Quentin to be like, yeah, I want to go back and, like, patch that over. But, like, also learning, like, what's the last time she says? She's like, yeah, I just don't want to do any of this and be around this and, like... Quentin's growth being like 
okay, maybe I should respect these boundaries and like let you know Caroline do what that is. You know, I'm sorry that it like ended that way. And like if there was another kind of like I don't know something else to talk about, but you know, mostly like I think you know I wanted the. I think the original send of season one, Quentin, of like overriding, you know, someone important to him. Yeah. Of yeah, like yeah. Mm-hmm. that, because oh, this may be too big, but like, I don't know. Like, I think that, that was still shitty. And the person, like, even though all of Quentin had all this growth, a person still being like, you know, it's good that they had that growth and it's good they're like living a good life, but like, I still am mad and I don't want them in my life. So, like, I, that's how I felt with Caroline. <laughs> kind of. I, there. I yeah, like, I, I definitely yeah. think that's. When when Fabi and I did the Caroline Carly scene, um, I, I was definitely playing as like she's just tired and she just wants to get out of this everything. He like she she wants to be happy, like she's not like like you know giving. But like I think Quentin and her, the best reconciliation they could hope for is not seeing each other ever again in their lives. Like just I agree completely. Like I definitely am not like ah oh, we really needed them to get back together. I do wish we had penciled in some time to, like, make that a little more explicit, mm-hmm. if only because I think if I was criticizing the finale, <laughs> one thing I might point out is you have a scene of Caroline laying out the ways that Quentin was very shitty to her, and then she exits the story, and then we have, like, five scenes of Quentin having fun being a cool guy, you know? Yeah. <laughs> and it's a little hard to, yeah. like, I-, I fully, like, agree with, like, the ways you can map certain, like, abusive behaviors onto the way Quentin treated her in season one. But I think if you're calling attention to that, I do think there's a little something that makes it a little hard to enjoy Quentin being like happy and well-adjusted and good after that. And I, I, I wish we'd found a scene to like, you know, square that circle a little better. It's not the end of the world or nothing, but yeah. Uh, Agreed. And also like, I feel bad because like this happened after the epilogue and I was like, okay, how many epilogues do I have in me? And like, yeah, totally. had no mental space. Yeah, I, I had jammed pasta that weekend. I was just like, um, mm-mm. right. Like, I figured I found that on Saturday night. And I was like, hey guys, um, if you have time to do a Quentin Caroline scene, that might be good for this. But it's short notice, so I get it if you don't. Yeah, this is this, is, this epilogue is me trying to. I'm glad we're talking about it because I did want to like touch on all of that. <laughs> That's kind of what's going yeah, on yeah. down there. But like, yeah, just. Yeah, the two things that, like, you know, I do regret from this two seasons is, like, Critton and Relationships has never, like, come to the fore and, like, mm-hmm. actually having that conversation, partly because of, like, me being scared of being that intimate, and also people doing it better. Like, I don't know. Sure, I, I get But you. maybe, maybe, maybe. Hey. Maybe season three. <laughs> maybe season three. <laughs> <laughs> um, as long as we're circling back to, like, stuff we wish we'd included. One thing, well, this isn't even like, oh, I wish we'd done this, but I, talking about, like, original plans and stuff, um, a big part of my original idea for this season, and honestly, I kind of take some responsibility for it not going this way, was, um, the original idea was it was going to be more political intrigue than it ended up being, or like, yeah, right, where it was gonna be a lot of, like, okay, well, I guess we need to, like, engage with the fucking Humanity Homeowners Association and try to, like, figure this shit out and then, like, f- like contending with the Dracula moms in that sitting while also having, like, Eidolon fights with demons and shit. But I think, I think a big flaw I did in, like, if I wanted things to go that way, 
Um, I like how Pop 23, or is it 24? I don't know, whatever the season 2 premiere is. Uh, I like how that works with, like, the Andromalius demons all, like, invading the realities. But I think starting it out with having y'all get attacked put you in way too, like, aggro of a mode mm. to engage on any level, like, less aggressive than that, you know? Mm. Yeah. Like, I, if I did this over, I would probably not have a demon attack y'all for, like, several episodes. And just let you, like, stew in the weird fucking status quo of the neighborhood for a while. And, like, try to navigate that. It works out, though. We got to do a series of cool boss fights. Yeah, yeah. You know? I, I like what we made. <laughs> but, like, yeah, around the time you burned down the, the office, I was like... All right, well, I'm just going to take these plants and... You forgot who you were GMing for. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. I think the other thing would be, like, you either tell them, like, hey, let's focus on political intrigue, and that way we cater our characters that way. And also, like, I can imagine, like, a season with Ty, Maxi. Like, uh, uh, Mike, me, and like, it was like, oh, you get the players who are interested in like maybe doing a more talky bit. <laughs> My wife was playing Yu Gi Oh in the background, so. Great. <laughs> yeah, and that's, that's another thing of uh-huh, like. baby, you're doing great. Yeah. <laughs> in, in, in fairness, like, you did pitch us on season two. Like, the, the initial pitch was, okay, I'm gonna revert, uh, invert the dynamics of the two shows. Right. Pop's gonna be a, a road trip boss fight thing and then rock's gonna do more character drama here we go that is also true yes 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 um Mm -hmm. and yeah that's another one of those things like you were saying fabby like yeah one way to solve that would be to talk through what i was looking for and yeah that that kind of goes back to what i was saying like finding the balance between treating y'all as co-writers and treating y'all as my audience you know and and trying to strike that balance and you know hey sometimes it it goes perfectly sometimes it kind of wobbles you do you, you do the best with what you got we made a good show yeah I, I am again happy with the product we've got um i think we've just about covered all the all the questions i'm sure i have skipped over some stuff again i'm real sorry we got a lot of emails but i, I hope we hit all the big ones oh i do have one more in here real quick uh, I have one that, that I need to answer. Uh, seriously, though, so. who did Abby steal that baby from? <laughs> For all your, you, fu- you fucked up your own <laughs> fucking joke, you clown man. You said, who did Abby steal that baby from? <gasps> Sloan was in that scene, you buffoon. You can't call me a clown man for that. I'm reading an email. Damn it! Oh, my God. Actually, uh, hold on, I, hold on, hold on. Okay, this is circling a back around for like the fifth time, but we talked about things we regret not doing. This is a fucking JoJo's Bizarre Adventure show, and I was playing an evil character for like half of this season. mm -hmm. I deeply regret the fact that I never got to turn to someone and go, you fool. <laughs> okay, can we can we just like there, there is one question? I got here's two things of, of regret I never did. Uh, I never got yeah. to reveal my master plan and say I've seen the way you move because that's an outcast song. Okay, okay. <laughs> uh, there's one question that I do want to hit that I think it's the most important question. Nah, it's a, a question that gets asked a lot, and I wanna address. Oh it. sure. Uh, you send it to us. I can't remember who sent it, but it was. Is BB a Briska? Oh, yes, that was in there somewhere. Uh, my answer is yes, but technically only because Ursa is a Briska. <laughs> uh-huh. uh, all of Ursa's story is the Brisk arc, kinda. Of like, 
she got treated badly. She was in abusive situations. Right. She tried her best. And then she ended up hurting people because thinking, okay, no, this is my way that I'm doing things. Uh, so, yes, but only in so fact as all of Ursa, Ursula, BB, Hollow Ursa, all of that is, is a person. Um, hey, Luke, are you editing this episode? I mean... I'm editing it, but I'm not. Hey, can it. I can I ask uh, can I ask you to do something? What's that? Could you put in the music sting as soon as Fabi says is BB a Vriska? <laughs> no, I really need to. Don't be mean. I'm not. I'm not. Yeah. I'm not. I just wanted to say it. Another thing I never got to do <laughs> is uh... just play the danger music when I start talking about home. That would, that would require me to remember this conversation, and that's not going to happen. <laughs> the yeah, the go, whole go season, ahead, I was like sitting on anything at Spider Can. I should do a Vriska reference. I should do a Vriska reference. <laughs> no, no, it's too indulgent. To be clear, Fabi, I don't know shit about the Homestuck. It was because it was a Homestuck uh-huh. reference, not because it's Vriska. I don't know who Vriska is. No, it was because it was a me thing. Oh, you, you hate. Oh my you god, blessed, you blessed person. You you don't know who Vriska. I don't know is. who any of the Homestucks are. I live a, I live a wonderful life. It. Deciding that luck owes uh, me a favor. Tavros is, is my move? favorite, which like is the real move. answer. <laughs> Uh, Crystal, sorry, we you, feel like you haven't gotten to say anything in a while. How are you doing over there? Hello. I don't know what <laughs> What are the characteristics of Crystal besides, homestuck. um, Spire Troll, who's mean, but she's, there's actually good in her. Rewrites the story okay, so, so that you know, BB creates the main villain. Like, oh, this villain's being created, so I should go wait, back in time to, like, create them. Are you, hold on, I don't want to learn about Homestuck. Sorry. Vriska's like a power gamer. That's her shtick. And mm-hmm. she likes to like she's very much like, no no no, you don't play by the fucking rules. You exploit the rules. Like she would be she'd be wave dashing all over the fucking place if she played Smash. You know, that kind of thing. Oh yeah, BB's Hey, Vriska what player. did Yeah. Yeah. What did Ursa did near the end of season one? Just wave dashing all over people and shooting them in the back. No, she did wave dash behind people and shoot them in the back, you're right. All right, yeah, I am very sorry for any questions we didn't get to, but we've been going for two hours, and I've been working in the morning. Hey, folks, we are very easy to get a hold of on the Discord yeah. and on Twitter and stuff. If yeah. You, like, feel yeah. free to hit us Have up directly. Happily answer any questions yeah, yeah, you I'm not going to tell anyone else, but add me. I'm fine look, look, with that. Look, yeah. Are you going to talk about the stuff that's coming after this? Are you going to talk about the stuff? I, yeah, 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 yeah. So, uh, real quick, so this episode's coming out on Monday. Um, next week, the Rock Postmortem comes out. Uh, and it'll be, you know, this, but with the rock folks. Um, we're going to do an interlude, which we'll explain in a moment. Uh, but just real quick to remind folks, after that, we are going to do six miniseries. Each of those are based on a band that uh, one of y'all has requested and also paid $100 <laughs> uh, to make us do. We love you. Oh. Yeah, absolutely. Are you kidding? Thank you. Thank you for the money. Yes. Thank you very much for the $100. <laughs> Uh, so, first up will be uh, Idol on Daft, GM by Iris. That's going to be like a cyberpunk thing based on Daft Punk. Uh, after that will be Idol on Spice, GM by Fabby. That'll be Spice Girls themed. It's going to be like a magical girl uh, idol thing. Uh-huh. Uh, the third one will be Idol on Crush, uh, which is GM by Maxi, uh, which she has, uh, that's going to be based on Crush 40, and she has uh, described the vibe as kind of uh, the world ends with you. Uh huh. Dead gamey. Yeah, sort of like um, ARG ish. I have not. Yeah, it's sort of like yeah, an ARG in a town with like surprisingly high stakes. Free guy, Ready Player One. Yeah, but good. I hate you. <laughs> 
Um, after that, I will be GMing again for Eidolon Giants, based on They Might Be Giants. That is going to be sort of a weird kind of surreal detective story thing. Um, that'll be fun. And, uh, then after that, we will be doing Eidolon, uh, uh, Thieves, GM by Ty, which is going to be a story about a minor league baseball team that gets entered into a sports tournament in the undertow. I'm so fucking excited for that one. Uh, and then the last one will be Eidolon Against, GM by Mike, and that's going to be based on Against Me, and it's going to be pirate-themed. Yeah, my my goal for that one is uh, ideally the fun bits of the Pirates of the Caribbean movies without the gross shit. Sure, sure. Um, but before any of that, we are doing another month-long interlude game, uh, playing a game made by Crystal. So, Crystal, why don't you take it away here? The game is called World of Assassination. It is a game inspired by the Hitman games by IO Interactive. Uh, it's also a game where it's a game very also influenced by the episodes where we guessed it on rock and made like one shot villains who were designed to be killed by the end of the episode. Uh, there's going to be some players who are hitman targets and there's going to be a player who's the assassin and is sent to kill them. Yeah, we have already recorded three episodes of it and it's it's real silly and real fun. Hell yeah. Uh, yeah. Crystal is running it, I'm playing, uh, Ty is playing, and so is Maxi and Iris, and, uh, it's, it's real dumb and real, I have laughed harder on that than I have on this show anywhere else. Can I, can I sell pasta on people? Yeah, 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 because we also have a bonus thing going up on the $10 tier, Idol on Pasta. Um, Idol on Pasta is stupid. Um, <laughs> it's, it's good. good. It's real good. Um, we we recorded one session so far. Um, if you haven't heard the description, um, the best way I would describe it is, um, shonen battle anime by way of Iron Chef. Um, we've got Fabi and Maxi, and then we mm-hmm. have two special guest mm-hmm. players, Jeff Stormer of Party of One, and Ashley Miner of A Billion Podcasts with Luke and Molly. Um, yeah. and it's delightful. We're gonna be going for four episodes. Mm-hmm. Probably shooting for one episode a month, just cause I don't want to edit under a crushed schedule, yeah, and also, no, no, like, no. is bonus content, baby. It's, it's bonus a, it's content. A nice what a bonus is thing. Um, uh, I, I, y'all are gonna love this. <laughs> it's really good. The characters that Jeff and Ashley came up with are oh, amazing. So Maxi, as usual. I'm. I'm. I. I just made a, a sweet bean, and everyone will be. Yeah, good. it's. Uh, it's fun. I do want to throw out there. Uh, some of y'all hearing the words shown a battle anime, but food. Uh, but you know, with cooking. Uh, if you're like me, you might think, oh, like Food Wars. No, not, not like Food Wars. I've read horny. Food Wars. Not it's all. not like Food Wars. It's not horny. <laughs> it's like, what if Battle Chef was a contact sport? Yeah, there's no clothes popping off. No one's coming from eating good rice. It's not Food Jesus. Wars. <laughs> yeah, no. Man, they should uh, make he, another Battle Chef for kids. They that should. That game good. fucking rules. Yeah, that game's good. Uh... D- line gets squirted on someone's eyes at one point. That that's a thing. 
knives happen. It's you, there's cooking. You cook. We there's, there's cooking cookin'. involved. Cook fights. The most exciting it's, thing it's, to me it's about fighting so food on. We made an unofficial sequel to fighting that food on. Go. What the fuck Ugh. is this? <laughs> The most exciting thing to me about both Pasta and the miniseries is I finally get to just listen to Eidolon instead of having to make it. <laughs> I mean, you're not wrong. Oh, jeez. Oh, shit. What's up? Uh, Ty's power went out. Oh, shit. Well. Oh. Well. I, th- well, I thought uh, we were going to make heartfelt goodbyes, but it feels weird to do it without Ty. Yeah, damn. Uh, I wondered why he got quiet. <laughs> Well, that's unfortunate. Luckily, I do have a backup, and Audacity has pretty good uh, crash recovery features, because it has to, because it crashes all the goddamn time. Dude, Ty literally yeah. said, I'm glad you have backups the second after you said, I've got a backup. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Okay. Well, well, everyone loves Pop. Sounds like it's about time for us to mosey on out of here. Uh, again, truly, like, all of you guys, thank you so much for being part of my dumb game. It's been so much fun. Thank you for inviting us. Like, legit. Yeah. I love yeah, doing thank this. Thank you. I've talked about this before, but, like, the the fun of doing something like this is that, you know, as much... A lot of times with, like, writing a story, people think of it as, like, I'm going to make a thing, and it will be mine, and I've created it. And, like, I don't totally want to knock that, because there, there's fun in, like, making your own thing and, like, expressing your own ideas. But there's also something really magic about, like, mixing a bunch of people's ideas together and finding something that, like, no one of you could have made by yourself, but yeah. you all like it, you know? Yeah. And, yeah. yeah. It, it has been amazing. Thank you. I can't wait for Eidolon Beep and Eidolon Beep. Yeah. It's gonna be good. And if you want to hear what those beeps are, tune in next week for the Rock Postmortem, where we will finally mm-hmm. announce them, and I don't have to fucking sit on this news anymore. Oh, it's killing me. Oh, yeah. I'm just going to get on the call tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. All right. Well, that's uh, that went long, so let's get out of here. Bye. Yeah, get out of here. Good night, everyone. Bye. Every ship is cannon. Draw all the, all the smooching. <laughs> <laughs>